I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Get excited. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't. Anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on Indie Meeting with Grio, streaming worldwide and podcasting on Anchor.fm. This is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Sunday, February 16th, 2022, days after Valentine's Day. I hate that day so much. I hate I might hate that day more than Christmas. <clears throat> anyway, joining me as always uh, out of the Mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM, dungeon master, mother of cats, mistress of mayhem, and... Wait. I missed something. I, I, okay, uh, Michelle Lagan. Yes, that's me. And as me mom would say, Valentine's Day is the day before discount chocolate day. Yippee! Oh, shit! I knew I forgot to do something yesterday. Well, maybe there'll be some leftovers tomorrow. Who knows? Anyway, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master and Pusher Abundance, Mr. Miles Lagan. Yes, hello, and we are Skype-free. Yes, we are. So we are trying a new setup for the show, so if you're listening to this live and there's a problem, we need to know immediately. No, literally, immediately! But uh, it looks most like, definitely. It looks like everything is running well. I think we got this. And uh, if There's this still a delay, right? Uh yeah. I, but that's the, the on the server end. There's a delay between connecting to the server and what is what I'm saying goes to, you know, our uh, feed. It's about a thirty second delay. 
Yeah, but you have to say the audio is so much better because when you ran the the intro to the show, I could actually hear the reverb in Kenny's voice as he was introducing the show. Yeah, like, like I said, I if this works theoretically, and I want to stress theoretically, um, Boop. we got we'll Trojan be... in the chat room. Good evening, Trojan. Um. Anyway, if this works, we might be able to uh, get a call-in line going. Uh, that's that's strictly theoretical right now, but um, with this, I think we we're going be be to be better than that. Okay, I'll we bite. could. Um, we we have a green room, so if anyone has a computer and has the Discord program loaded up. All we gotta Look. do is, you know, they give us a name, we send them the, the link, and they pop in the room, and we can drag them into this room, and they just talk on the show. Well, yeah. And then right. you, being the, you being the host, you have the band hammer power. So when they start, you know, getting annoying, not that any of our guests are ever annoying. No, I'm no, of course not. <laughs> band hammer, you say? Plus, I've been setting up different uh, levels of access. So yes. there we go. Because I, I, I mean, I, I pretty much only use Discord for chatting and role-playing and stuff like that. I haven't really set up a server, so um, we'll see. I am uh, not an expert, but I do know my way around it. So. Yeah, well, you're, you're more of an expert than I am, which counts for something. You know the difference mm. between an expert and a professional? Uh, getting paid. Bingo. Um, and that's why I was having a conversation with somebody earlier saying that you could get me fired from my radio show. I dare you to try. <laughs> let's not let, oh boy. So let's keep the happy talk going. We've got, we've got, uh, shall we just announce our eminent, uh, confirmation that we are going to the DC event. Oh, well, you kind of just spoiled it, but yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, uh, we are ten. It, it, we it looks like this is happening, folks. It's not tentative anymore. We just is, did a non-refundable ref, uh, reservation for our rooms. So there we go. Well, there we go. I, I wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. Then it, this is definitely happening. Uh. So there we go, folks. We are definitely going to be in Washington, D.C. Yep, we're going to be there. We're going to see uh, Adam uh, flipping a bird at the White House, mooning Congress, and watching hentai at the Japanese. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to get me in trouble. We're going to be there for, we're going to be in town the 9th through the 16th. So there we go. Yes. So, yep, this is going to be fun, fun, fun until Daddy takes our T-Bird away. Uh, this is going to... I am looking forward to it. Uh, DC's always a fun town. The museums, there's lots to do. The, the, the public transportation system is amazing. It's all good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I said, this is. Gonna, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, and uh, obviously, we're gonna have some kinks in the in the Discord setup at first. We will be working those out, of course, as uh, time allow. You know, as things go on. But that said, um, 
like I said, I uh, it is gonna go well. Yes. And sound quality is much better than Skype. Um, just as long as the connection at each end stays safe, stable, we're good. Go. Yes. And love hmm. Trojan's saying something in chat, and it's Greek to me. Does it mean anything to you, Adam? I'm not in chat, but I will take He's a saying look. it. According to LiveWeb DJ page, Encoder 2 is connecting. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, all I can tell you is currently, for some reason, our Live 365 connection is not operational. You will have to listen to the show on TuneIn. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know what's going with that. We were lucky that uh, Kenny was able to get this, um, get things back up and running um, in time. Uh, so, yeah. Um, we all I can tell you is everything went the went to hell last night. Well, during my music show, of course, because I can't have nice things. Oh, quick shout out to our other regular chat room uh, participant living in Long Island. Get better, man. Our thoughts. Yes, of course. But uh, yes. Yeah. And he 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 often like comments on things like that that i type on facebook and i i appreciate it living uh sometimes people don't tap that like button because you know i can be a little trolly which is intentional because spoiler alert i'm a button pusher on facebook too what <laughs> i know i know but uh but again thank you sir it's greatly appreciated so yeah like and like i said there will be some some uh Bumps in the road. This is a new setup. This is this is a brave new world. But I think ultimately um, this will be um, this will lead to better quality a better quality broadcast. Obviously, on the podcast end, there should be minimal difference. Except, well, no, there will be a big difference because, uh, like I said, um, it seems to me like Discord is not as stressful on on system resources. And also, um, uh, and also, uh, produces better quality. Uh, anyway, the other good news is I still haven't been arrested for my federal crime last week. They didn't move on that? No. I mean, I literally, oh wait, I shouldn't say anything. I had no sign of the, of the, of the feds, you know, it's almost like, conservatives are just making shit up to pro to protect you know to protect the ego of their cartoon dick tater you would almost oh. think that it's not a federal crime you would almost think that they were just making shit up well at least impeachment's revocable <laughs> oh uh, you know if, <laughs> i'm sure they feel the same way about bill clinton you know, I, I mean, I don't know where they get this shit, to be honest, except it seems to me like they hear Trump say it and, you know, they're not that smart. So monkey see, monkey do. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's offensive. I apologize to all simians out there. 
You don't deserve that slander. You are way smarter than the average Trump supporter. Oh, gosh. It's just... Uh, but, um, so... It's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. Yeah, I'm, let me put it this way. Um, there is no provision in the Constitution to revoke or repeal or nullify an impeachment. Okay? Correct. Impeachments are like diamonds. They're forever. Impeachments they... happen in the Senate. I mean, in well, the Congress. Yes, impeachment the happens... conviction happens in the Senate. Yes. So, uh, your little dictator... Your or you know your orange Julius Caesar uh, is always going to be impeached, and when people sit down and write the history books, they're going to make it clear the only reason why he wasn't convicted is because a corrupt Senate led by a corrupt man turtle hybrid. Depends on More who writes the history out. books. This is it is awesome. And remember, um, Texas writes our history books. Texas. All right. Uh, so anyway, inspired by a conversation, well, calling it a, co a conversation is a bit generous to certain participants, you know, in my political. No, not. The, well, yes. But so to drive home just how absurd the conservative arguments against impeachment were, I came up with uh, a thought exercise, a hypothetical. And so what we're going to do is next week we're doing our all nerd talk show. Yay. Yay. I'm excited about this. Um, but after that, so I want you to do, so basically you have two weeks to come up with your answer to this if you want to participate. So this is a thought exercise. So first of all, I want to stress there is no right or wrong answer. I don't mind. If you come up with an answer that I disagree with, that's cool. That's great. This is America, baby. But I'm not going to put up with insulting, childish name-calling, etc., etc., etc. This is a thought exercise. This is meant to be a serious uh, exercise. So, uh, uh, Miles, I'm going to read this, or do you want to try and read this? I, I you No, know, read it. I don't even know what you're referring to. Uh, my, my hypothetical situation. <clears throat> you read it. All right, here we go. The country of East Kerplunkistan is currently fighting off an invasion by Pottsylvania, a nation hostile to the United States. The U.S. has stood by East Kerplunkistan for years, and Congress has appropriated $400 million in lethal military aid for the fiscal year. Democratic President Hugh Mann, seeking an edge in his re-election campaign, decides to ask the leader of Kerplunkistan, President Malinsky, for a favor in exchange for release of the aid. The favor is the announcement of an investigation into the child of a potential political rival in the upcoming election, Donald John Trump V. A White House employee, authorized to be on the call and take notes, is concerned this is an improper usage of presidential authority and follows the proper channels to blow the whistle. Eventually, this complaint ends up before Congress and an investigation is begun. While he claims to be innocent, President Hugh Mann refuses to participate in the investigation and bars all executive branch employees from answering subpoenas, invoking both executive privilege outside of normal bounds, as well as a never-heard-before concept of absolute immunity from congressional oversight. This stonewalling eventually prompts Speaker of the House Hildegard Lebrandi to announce impeachment hearings. While President Mann is invited to participate, including offering exculpatory evidence and witnesses... 
Oh, I'm sorry. President not well. Uh, President Mann is invited to participate, including offering exculpatory evidence and witnesses. However, President Mann asserts Congress has no legitimate right to investigate him. Eventually, two articles of impeachment are voted out of the relevant committees. The first accuses President Mann of obstruction of Congress for his refusal to honor valid subpoenas. The second accuses him of abusing the power of his office to cheat in the election. You are Congressperson X, and your question is this. Do you vote for one or both of the articles or not, and why? And the rules are as follows. One, rudeness will not be tolerated. Two, you may cite federal law, the Constitution, and other relevant documents. If you do, please cite them with a quote. A, please uh, link the relevant... Please po paste... Uh, the, the, please share the relevant quote and link to the page in question uh, as a citation. Three, no soup with buffet. That's it. I'm done. Well, um, that was spot on. Um, so I'm a politician. I have to decide whether to impeach on that. Whether whether you're voting for one article, both, and why? Why do you make your decision? Well, I, I happen to play a lot of games online, and that sucks up a lot of my time. So I probably wouldn't want to bother to hear any witnesses. So I'd probably not vote to impeach just based on. Oh, I, I was supposed to give this answer two weeks from now. I'm sorry. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> what, what about you? What about you, Michelle? What do you think of this uh, thought exercise? I like it. And considering my name is Colin McSusan, I would quibble and say, you know, I'm, I'm going to look at all the evidence and then I'm going to vote not to impeach. Yeah, well, uh, well, at least we know President Human has learned his lesson, right? It's human. Yes. Thank you very he much. Human. Human. Human has learned his lesson and he will never do it again because he's such a... <laughs> I, was yeah. I was originally going to go with Republican presidential candidate huge ass. But I think I figured this is a serious thought exercise. Your restraint is admirable. <laughs> I, I I know. Thank and I'm you. sorry we we've been watching Star Trek: Next Generation recently, so <laughs> Human is you know Ferengi. So there you go. Right, right. So sorry. Is this in preparation to watch uh, Picard? Yes. I fit. Okay, I figured. But there we go. Ferengi so they have so many things right in their culture. I don't I don't know where to start. I thought Ferengi were, was Deep Space Nine. <laughs> he actually slapped me. No, Ferengi was also in the Star Trek. Um, um, deep, uh, the first Star Trek. Yeah, they were, they were in that. I, just, I didn't. What? Well, hit me. Why did you hit? What? Is All right. Specific Break it up, kids. Serious? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, context. You didn't see Michelle flip me the bird. Sorry. Okay. Wow. Little girl spat there on the air, folks. On the air. I, I'm sorry. Ferengi culture is not the most friendly culture. <laughs> no. Obviously, my sarcasm. 
I'll give you a line that I recall about Ferengi culture. So they meet, right? They're looking at the humans, who minds, blah, 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 blah. And they're meeting with some of the crew members, right? And they're looking over at these other certain crew, and they're like, their women are wearing clothing. How barbaric. <laughs> I am paraphrasing. That's not exactly how it went down, but it was basically, yes. Uh, apparently, Ferengi women are not, yeah. Well, I may have to consider a new planet to live on. No, I'm just playing. See, see, you you phrase it that way. I just simply said there's so many things right about Ferengi culture, and that earns me a slap in the arm. And it's getting sore. Well, because Adam is a couple states away right, right. now. She may be saving right the, now. She may be saving the slap for you know a certain for day for June. Yeah, uh, you know maybe. Hi, Adam. We... So good to see you. Smack! <laughs> kapow! With a classic Batman kapow, and you go flying across. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I said, so that okay, so basically, yes, um, Trojan knows. Thank you, Trojan. They. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we'll, we'll have some fun with this exercise uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, and again, uh, my cons my Trump supporting friends are perfectly free to uh, participate, although I suspect they can't do so without exposing themselves as hypocrites. Oh, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be the hypocrite on their behalf. You know, I'm going to vote to acquit just to be. Well, we're not, see, but we're son, not. Son, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not voting on whether to acquit or convict. We're just voting on the articles of impeachment. Oh, we're, we're voting on whether to impeach. Yes. To charge. Oh, I, I, okay. Well, thanks for that clarifying. Okay. Well, so obviously case, I, I need to make still it. still use the power of sarcasm. Well, no, no, that that uh, sarcasm is entirely fine. I have no objections to sarcasm. Um, but the whole point is basically this is a reversal. You know, this is what happened. Okay, except a Democrat targeting a Republican. You know, if you, the, and the point is, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for you guys. The point is, if you follow the law and the Constitution. And you take the oath that all Congress people are required to take seriously. It doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or a Republican. You are going to vote to impeach. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, was was uh, President uh, Hugh Mann uh, a Democrat? Yes, President Hugh Mann no, is a Democrat. I, I specifically said Democratic President Hugh Mann. Guilty. Don't you want to hear some evidence? No, no evidence. They did it. <laughs> and of course, one person, I, you know, one of my one of my Trump supporting friends was like, "What is my what is my voter, district's voter profile look like?" Because impeachment is a political crime with the political. It's like, you know, you don't need to make it that complicated. The point is, what does the what is the law what is you know again basically this is why it was a stupid idea for the senate to acquit trump because guess what the next time a democratic president's office is in office and the senate try you know a republican senate tries to subpoena him or republican house he's just gonna you know if he's smart he's gonna say go fuck yourselves i don't have to answer sh shit from you 
Yeah. You know, what, what are they going to do? Vote to impeach him? Well, yes, I would too. But my point is, what are they going to do? Vote to impeach this guy? On You know, and... and you, I mean... The little bit of shame they don't... They know, yes, they, they will vote to... Yes, they will absolutely show hypocrisy. They will absolutely show their double standard. They will absolutely... Yes. Yes. They 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 impeached Clinton over a blowjob. Seriously, yes, they will absolutely contort the uh, execute heroic Cirque du Soleil levels of contortionism to to impeach a Democrat over the stupidest. He didn't put a U after a Q. We're impeaching him. That's a violation of English. Language laws. I mean, Jesus. All, all U's come after Q. Oh, just that's a that's my redneck accent. You're all welcome. Yeah, well, like I said, not that all rednecks are uh, conservative dips. Liberal redneck being a, a singular exception. That hey, man, if you're listening, God, love your show stuff. Love your stuff, man. You pe- yeah, we love Trey Crowder. Yep, yep. So, like, like I said, so there's our thought exercise. Uh, we'll see what happens. It'll, 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 it'll just be a fun little uh, spat getting around. So, are you going to take uh, the Democrat side and defend uh, President Human, or? Or are you going to take the Republican side like I am and just be the... Well, the law I mean, says... You know what? We can make this lively. The law says he should be impeached. So as a person who takes his oath seriously, yes, based on the evidence presented, I have to vote to impeach. He's abusing the power of his office and he's obstructing Congress. It's pretty cut and dry to me. Well, okay, yeah, we'll have a fun discussion. I'll, I'll 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 liven it up. I'll, I will t- I will play the devil's advocate. You're that that and that is entirely cool. I am not, that's what I'm saying. I don't care if you agree with me or not. This is but <clears throat> excuse me. This is we'll, a serious. We'll keep it civil. I won't I won't use harsh language. Doo doo head. Oh oh I'm sorry. Um, he's a Democratic candidate. Yes, Democrat, Democratic <laughs> president. Hugh Man is a Democrat. If <laughs> if the um, evidence is there, impeach them. Impeach them. <clears throat> and again, I want to stress that this isn't whether to convict or acquit. This is just: Do you support these chart? These two chart? You know, one or both of these charges or not, and why? As a loyal congresswoman from Massachusetts, I say impeach because the evidence is there and we shall not l- allow the hypocrisy of the other party to prevent law from proceeding forward. And, and that's the way it should be. That If we had a normal, sensible Correct. Congress, that's the way it would be, in my person, again, in my personal opinion. Yes. But the problem is, on the Democratic side, we are law-abiding. On the 
conservative side, they don't care just as long as the law supports their own opinions. No, hold on, and hold they on. they can oh. run uh, roughshaw about it and make fun of the law and twist that law to their own ends. How come is it that when I point that out, I get yelled at for pointing out we do constrain because ourselves? Because you use, you use vulgarity and you say we should do the same thing they do. Because that's how, that's how you win. I don't win by committing a wrong. Period. But the problem is they made it right. No, no they didn't. No. See, again, this is what I've said before. That honor is a great concept. The problem is we're dealing with a si another side that is fundamentally without honor. So when we, so we fight, become with, exactly what they are. Hold on. When we no. fight with honor, we are imposing a severe handicap on ourselves, which inhibits our ability to hold them in check. So the corruption spreads. May I ask a question? Certainly. If you see a person jaywalking and it causes uh, the drivers of cars to just veer off to avoid hitting them and they cause a car accident, would you rationalize that, well, he jaywalked, therefore I should be able to jaywalk? And no, because I actually value my life. I value my life. No, no, no. We're talking about a wrong. And you're saying that because someone else committed a wrong, you're justified in committing that wrong. But here's the problem Correct. with that. This wrong <clears throat> could get me killed. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if someone gets away with it. I don't want to die being hit by a car. <laughs> and I don't want things happening to our country that cause harm to it. And the way we stop that harm is by winning. So, um, Republican senator, he's a really douchebag. He has got uh, underage interns in his office. He's taking advantage of them. He's diddling them. The Republicans let him go free. A Democratic senator decides, okay, yeah, I'm going to hug some women inappropriately. I'm going to do the same things and we get rid of him. Is that good or bad? Should we should we just let our our democratic senator get away with the same things that he the other guys doing? No, I would say find another way to punish him that doesn't leave a that doesn't result in a Republican winning that seat. Take away his committee assignments. Make him make him the bathroom attendant. I don't know. Punish him. I just him. want to make sure I heard you right in. Yeah, you're rewarding him for bad behavior by no, making I, I him just... a bathroom attendant. Yes, that is a reward. You're letting him keep his seat. I just because, want to make sure I heard you right Because in. I'm smart enough to know it's better to have a Democrat in that seat than a Republican. I don't want him in that seat. If he is inappropriately touching women and hugging them, I want him gone. Even if it means that seat is won by, uh, I don't know, uh, Hell yes. a clone of Ted Cruz? I don't care. He should be gone. Because Just because 
We are better. We that because we are better than the conservatives. Yeah. We do not. But being better is what cost us the 2016 election. You're talking to someone that has given up on up. the New oh, England Patriots because uh, of the cheating that they committed. She is willing to, yes. Ethics I matter. Principles matter. Honor matters. There are certain points that we cannot sink to in order to defeat the enemy because then we become the enemy. I should never have done this thought exercise. I'm really regretting it. Oh, we're not we're not there yet. <laughs> we're just talking about two wrongs not making a right. That's my argument. I'm look, yes, I I, I am all for honor and integrity and you know doing things the right way and the rule of law. The problem is we have a fundamental breakdown in this country. We okay, okay. we our country has a gaping bullet wound in its stomach. What's the priority? Here's, Stopping here's the, the bleeding. It's also break time right now. So. Oh, so it is. You want to just take a break time flies. and cool off. Oh, oh. So, so we'll, I'd like to talk about the firing of Alexander Vindman in the next segment. But just so you know, in the two weeks before we uh, talk about this uh, thought exercise, Adam. So voting to this. impeach... I'm going to regret oh, yeah, this. Here we go. Voted to impeach <laughs> because we know the vice president is just as guilty as the president. And the House Speaker is a Republican. So we're going to hold the Democrat and the vice president accountable and make a Republican president. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. When did the Speaker become Republican? You, when did the president become a Democrat? <laughs> you made the president a Democrat. Yes. And your hypothetical is the speaker also a Democrat. I will confess I did not think that far. Well, since we're considering the reason of not impeaching or not holding someone accountable is if whether or not they get replaced by Republican, that tends to matter. God damn it, you're right. Fine. The speaker is Republican. It's a re it is a Republican-led House. Let's go to break. <laughs> and a and a, a, and a, and a Democratic-led Senate. Okay. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying this. It's all good. I'll update the hypoth I'll update the post later. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Jack Radio with Adam Heber. You're having a complete nervous breakdown. It's not complete until I stop wearing pants. Mike Jack Radio at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Hey, this is Sean Sparks from Queer's Folk. I love the 80s and Salty from Dude Where's My Car. And you're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. <sighs> now, now the pressure's on. Adam, bring your A game. Come on. I did everything I could. They're paying attention. They're, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you. Good Lord. Mike Check Radio at Indie Media Weekly Radio. are back and joining me as always out of the mediocre city of port st lucie florida the <laughs> the gm galaxy master and push your buttons mr miles lagan welcome back sir Woo! yeah man that that song kenny's uh ghost gun song and you can hear the, the high pitch yeah this is this is so much better than uh you cut out this is so much better than skype so far, so good. I am pleased with the uh, results so far of the experiment. Me too. Anyway, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, and Mistress of Mayhem. I think the what happened earlier, Michelle Lagan, is that I added an extra and and was trying to figure out what's supposed to go after it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I am so, here, and I'm ready. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Because I know I'm right. Very good. All right, uh, so you want to talk about the firing of the Vinmans? Yes. Um, Trump, being the uh, insecure little shit that he is, he can't help but take actions that are intended to intimidate and scare others into showing him loyalty. And he is intentionally punishing 
not only Vindman, but his twin brother, who had nothing to do with anything except for being related by family. So Trump has done this, and um, you'll notice the Republicans, how they remain silent, because they're scared. They are so scared. Now, will some Republicans um, start to speak up a little more after the primaries? Because that's really what they're scared of. They're worried that someone will primary them. Um, and then, you know, once once the primary is over, will some of them grow a spine and start calling out Trump and going, hey, buddy, you know, you know, you're, you're screwing up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to hold my breath. These Republicans are dyed in the wool, just scared little cowards. They're, they're complicit. It's really, it's just, it's, it's a real, I wish I could say that I, I, I didn't think, I, I honestly didn't think things could get this bad, but the way he's, um, um, right now with Roger Stone, the, the what they're doing and those those uh, four line attorneys that resigned man that's huge this is huge and I could say it's going to get better but it's not it's just going to keep getting worse until we're in a, we're in a dog fight we are in a nasty nasty dog fight so I hear what you're saying, Adam, about you know get jumping in the mud pit and slinging it back at him. But yeah, I'm I'm just I just we need to turn out the vote. Oh no, I absolutely agree. I absolutely one agree. fun thing I heard, if I may, um, there are registrations for new voters in Georgia, and they are happening faster. Okay. And they can purge the rolls. <laughs> yeah, but can't but can't they now purge um, the rolls up until election day now? Or was that is has that part of the? I honestly know. Um, I don't know. I I would think no. I would think that there was a, a cutoff date. I don't know if it's six weeks. I don't. I don't even think they should be able to purge the vo the voter rolls. I think that's that's in and of itself is a wrong thing to do. Uh, no, I mean, I, if you, yeah. I absolutely agree. I mean, if they want to argue that, oh my God, there's a criminal and he's going to vote or whatever, blah blah blah. Well, you know what? You got a criminal. Put them, you know, put them in the system and uh, flag their name or whatever. But for you to just go and say everybody that has the same name and it doesn't matter if their middle name's the different, you're going to purge the rolls? Hell no. That's that's just a straight up racist um, bullshit because that's what they're doing. They're targeting names like you know Johnson, Gomez, Suarez, Washington. you know. You know, Latino and African American names, uh, Johnson, like that type stuff, and nailing everything. It's 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 disgusting. And they're shameless. But anyway, so Vinman, back to the back to my point. I got distracted. So 
Vimin, you're a decorated war veteran. I am correct. You got a purple heart? Yes. Thank you. So the, that's just... Uh, and, and the Republicans crying that they're the, you know, the, the party of the military, rah-rah, support the troops and all that crap. It's bullshit. It's a lie. They don't. They do, they're there for a photo op. Sure. Anything that makes them look better. But, the, you know, that... The, I swear, I, I, how how people in the military can vote for Republicans, I just... Now, that being said, I know there are people in the military that do not vote for uh, the Republicans. And I know that there are people in the military that do, because, you know, you've got, to be fair, um, segments of our society, our population, that go into the military because they're born in a segment of our country that has no economic prospects. They are in a hole in the wall and they have been raised in a society that where, you know, when in Rome, racism is really just accepted. And so they take that with them when they try to escape the the economic poverty of this hole in the wall that they were born into in these little no, nowhere place, uh, nowheresville America. They go into the military and they take these values with them. And they use values with air quotes. And, uh, you know, for them, they see Republicans as like, yeah, that guy says what I think. Therefore, I'm going to vote Republican. And it's, it's a shame. You know, I mean, really, it's a self-feeding, um, it's a circular um, situation. Because Republicans, they, they, they talk about how they want to help the poor. And they, it's all talk. But what they do is they cut education. And when you make the population stupid and uneducated, ignorance leads to the racism. Ignorance leads to bigotry. And so it makes the population easier to control, easier to uh, sway with propaganda, with slogans that fit on a bumper sticker, like Make America Great Again. So, sorry. Oh, my God, I've killed so much time with my little rant. Uh, but it's anyway, fine. I just want to throw that out there. So uh, It's fine. Uh, it. You know, it's just I, I think that a lot of the reason why the military tends to vote for Republicans is along the line, along the way, the, the brass, the generals, you know, have convinced the grunts that – because the Republicans favor an increased military budget, that somehow benefits them. And it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because you don't get that money. They don't want your... We've got bases that have houses full of mold. Kids are getting... Military kids are coming down with... Are contract, you know, beginning to develop asthma because of these moldy houses. And, the Repo- and, and Trump just stole... Millions of dollars from Fort Campbell, where I work, from a project to build, look, the middle school that they wanted to rebuild on Fort Campbell. I went to that middle school 30 years ago. That building is about 50 years old. And it's too small for the students. Yeah, but but Adam, wouldn't it be better to have a cool looking wall that you know will fall over at the stiffest of breezes hit it on the southern border wouldn't that be cool 
so I mean, or another aircraft carrier, or another aircraft carrier. Like we don't carrier. have enough of those already. I think wow. we've got like what seven of those. Seven. We have way too many as it is. You cut back one aircraft carrier now. Seven is a lot. I mean, we spend more on our military more than the how many nations combined behind us? Seven, eight. I don't know the exact number. I'm pretty sure it's near that. Seriously, we do not need to spend that much money. This is all the what Eisenhower warned us about, the military-industrial complex. You take just some of the money that is... I mean, we audited the military and they lost... They, they, there's just a, a chunk of money. They just don't know what happened to it. And we're not talking millions. We're not talking billions. <laughs> it's bigger than that. Yeah. So, so like I said, I think a lot of it is just, you know, the the enlisted people have been told for, for decades, the Republicans, you know, actually care because they throw money at the budget. And like I said, you know, it's not how it works. They just, they just know, know that the money doesn't go to them. No. It, it goes to the, uh, the, 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 the arms dealers, you know, the big, the big, the, 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 the corporations that fund the military. It doesn't go to the army people. No, of course That's not. That's why Halliburton was able to build bases because they were the lowest bidder. And what happened? Soldiers were getting they electrocuted. electrocuted. Yeah, mm -hmm. they electrocuted our soldiers. Yep. I want to know. I I'd love because there are the military has its own way of evaluating weapon systems. I think, for example, the Bradley fighting vehicle is one of them that they were looking at. Like, you know what? We really don't need this. But the military-industrial complex has spread the construction of the vehicle throughout the country. So it employs a certain number of people in each state. Yeah, and so when this yep. military and uh, so when this piece of equipment, uh, when the military says we don't want it anymore, and the people that make it go to the politicians and go, oh, 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 hold on a second, you cut this up piece of equipment, it's going to mean X number of people unemployed in your state. You really want to do that? And so politicians, because they don't have any spine cave and they tell the military no you're taking this you are accepting this period and it's just all money follow the money it's all about the money yeah god i'm sounding depressed and i had a mountain dew damn a moment of silence for that poor mountain dew oh no it's doing its job just imagine how much worse i would be without it <laughs> yeah and considering it's not even a potent mountain dew it it uh expired in november what? Why are you drinking expired sodas? I'm taking one for the team. God, dude. All right, so we're going to go when we come back. We're going to talk about this disturbing obsession with uh, with the Republicans uh have you heard the latest talking point? Look, I, I'm not a big fan of Mayor Pete for one reason. Well, yeah, for one main reason is that I, I don't buy that a, a small town Indiana mayor can go from small town Indiana mayor to 
president of the United States. I'm sorry. I I just I don't buy it. Um, I'm not against that. It's just that I wasn't invited to the wine cave event. Well, but you don't drink. Why would you want to go to the wine cave event? And you need to change Kenny to a host. He's in the channel now. Okay, I will. I will. And uh, change change the color too. Change the color for host to like something fun and vibrant. <laughs> I don't have any sense of um, what's it called? Style. Feng shui. Feng shui. Okay, change nickname uh, roles. He is now. I do see, I do see Kenny online. Oh, oh, hold on. There you go. Wow, look at that. I see it happen in real time. There we go. All right, it's done. The deed is done. He has been, he has been, uh, woot, woot. he has received his upgrade. So All right. He could double click the room and just appear here at any second. Yeah, if you want to. Correct. Okay, cool. I'm sure so he's we, not we can talk watch. about him behind his back right up until the moment he appears in the room, and then we just. Well, well, he is lurking, so. He could be listening on the server he side. He might be listening to the show and hearing what we say already. Yeah. Oh damn. But uh so there we go. It's all done. It's all done. Um the deed is done. Alright, so I'm gonna put together the break and when we come back we'll talk about that. But like I said I I, I you know, I said it before, I'll say it again. I will vote for whoever the Democrats nominate. I am just smart enough to know if it's Bloomberg or Mayor Pete, we're boned. Okay. Eh. I mean, I, I saw a video. Phone. Are you saying we, we, we're going to lose? I think we will. Yeah. Um, it all boils see... down to turnout. Well, yeah, but did Sorry. you see that video of the IO woman wanting her vote back after she found out he was gay? Oh, I heard about one of those, yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm not, look, I, first of all, I'm not saying, I don't think, I'm not saying I don't think he's qualified because he's gay. I, th I, I don't think he's qualified because being a mayor of South Bend, Indiana is a completely different piece for being president of the United States. I will say he is a highly polished speaker. That being said, he says a lot of nothing. But but hold on, isn't can't, compared to Trump, isn't anyone a highly polished speaker? No, 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 no. He's the he's even better at speaking than a lot of. I mean, when you listen to like Bernie, Bernie talks issues. Bernie is not a polished speaker. He talks issues. He gets very populist message. Bernie is a a New York accent, an old. I mean, a New York. You know, I mean, <laughs> compared to. Uh, Buttigieg, you know, Sanders is a rough-around-the-edges kind of guy. Just saying. He is. Even Biden, who's got years of experience in politics, makes verbal gaffes. Oh, that, isn't that... He, that's been his thing for decades. But my point being that that's Buttigieg's strength. He looks and says... When you look at presidents on... The movies on TVs. You get well spoken. Who was it in the West Wing? Uh, 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 Sheen was it Mark Martin, Martin, Martin Sheen? Martin Sheen. Right. And you see the movies where it's not to be confused like, um, with Joe Estevez. Uh, right. Same person. Who was uh, who? Kevin Klein. 
you know, all these finely polished actors playing presidential things, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hell, even the even the guy that played the president in The Fifth Element was great. <laughs> I liked him, too. <laughs> but it, so as far as he looks presidential because that's how Hollywood portrays presidents to us versus reality, which is Trump just spewing out the absolute worst of the worst. Listen, uh, for so, me, it's for me, it's mostly about he's not qualified, but just by being a mayor. And second of all, I'm smart enough to know that there are millions of people in America who will vote against their own self-interest because it's easier to do that than let go of their hatred for gay people. And all I am hoping for is that when we start nerd talk, I can talk about how a TV favorite has been ruined for me. It is unfortunate that our, our presidential elections have turned into I a will need a hug then. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. So you saw this movie? No, I've seen then the. How do you know? Because they've done, they've crapped all over the old series. Believe me, they have. Okay, uh, and we have some exciting news about Mark Hamill. Oh yes, time. that's gonna be so cool. If it's if it's true, I want it well, so bad. Not ju- not just that, but the other one that we we do have a confirmed casting for the for something else. That is so cool. So, all right, we'll be right back after this to finish out politics on uh, Political Talk on My Check Radio. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Living proof that you don't have to be crazy to host this show, but it helps. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Oh, yeah. Get excited. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And 
and we're back for hour number two here on Mike Check Radio. Joining me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM, dungeon master, mother of cats, and the mistress of mayhem, Michelle Lagan. Welcome back. That is me. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. We it is, it is my it is my genuine pleasure. Okay. Yes, and now we have our reservations, so Yippee. This is correct. Very exciting. Okay. Also, um, <laughs> also joining us out of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master and pusher of buttons, Mr. Miles Lagan. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for having me. I am also very happy to be here. Very good. Very good. All right. So let's get back to it. Uh, Kenny is enjoying the, the new digs. Uh, on, on Discord, hopefully. Uh, so there we go. Uh, I th- so far so good. Uh, I think I think we're on to something. Yep, I agree. This is uh, an, a big improvement. I mean, uh, your voice sounds clear to me. I mean, other than the pushing to talk thing, but uh... yeah, I think I think you'll just have to work on getting the timing down on that. And actually, I'm I'm looking over these reservations. I'm not happy with the email he sent me. So, yippee. So, what are you reconsidering? No, we've already paid for it. We're we're stuck. Oh right, right, right. But... I forgot about that part. Yep, yep. Don't mind me. I forgot about that part. They said it's two adults. We specifically said three, so they screwed us over. I mean. So you're just gonna have to come up with us and just pretend you're like the, you're not an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a hard sell, but I'll. Uh... Right. There'll be a confirmation number, and we can uh, call them up and have them corrected. Very good. All right. So, um, and I know Kenny discussed this on his show uh, Friday, but I just, you know, there's this disturb. I don't get it. Okay, I don't understand. It's like. How can you look at Trump and say, that's manly, compared to President Obama, who, I mean, look, I, I got to say, he, he was a pretty good-looking and masculine guy. He was a fit. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look like he was. He didn't look like he was sculpted from lard. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, who's, who's talking about him looking manly? Uh, the that's the new talking point from Rush Limbaugh and um, human. Well, Bla- according according to Rush Limbaugh, you know, you compare body types. Oh yeah, I, I don't, I don't shame anybody on their body. So if Rush Limbaugh thinks he's manly, then Trump's manly too. There well, you here, here's the thing. I, I operate from a slightly different perspective, which is because I'm fat. There's no foul if I point out someone else is fat. And Rush Adam, Limbaugh is pretty I, damn fat. Or what? I am fat too. No, I don't point out. People who are ugly. You and are fat. not fat. No, I don't. 
Yes, I am. I'm no, you are pounds and five foot six. I am fat. I'm three twenty and five five. Okay. We're both fat. We're both above the norm. I, I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> let's smart move. All right, so let's go to uh, this first clip from uh, Rush Limbaugh talking about Mr. Man, Donald Trump. So let, let's say you're the Democrat establishment. And Democratic. You're faced with some hard-cold truths. You got Bernie number one, Booty Judge number two. And Klobuchar, with her Klobmentum, number three. You get Focahontas way back there in the background. Where barely are the Barely out truth? of the TP. Hold on. What was that, Michelle? I said, where are the truth? There are no truths yet. No. Uh, Rush, I, I like to call Rush one paunch man because he smothers truth with his fat folds of lies. Yeah, because he can't even pronounce... The, the uh, some of the people they, he's not even putting no no their he's doing he's doing it on purpose it's not that he can't it's because it's that he won't like did but you hear saying, him booty edge where are the truths he is saying, saying the truths what he was saying was booty judge booty judge I'm a sorry judge of someone's ass yeah so like I said I, I, oh that that's homophobic slur number one right there I think we can consider that. Yep, so no truth yet. No I'm truth. Hear real truth. If you listen well, to Rush Limbaugh yeah. for listen, listening to Rush Sanders. Limbaugh for truth is like drinking arsenic for your health. But if he's saying the truth, he should at least mean it. If he said the truth, he'd probably burst into flames. <laughs> is there more of this clip to listen to? Yes, I paused it. Yes, there is. There is. I am sorry. I'm just it, being. No. It's okay. Critical. Don't be sorry. It's okay. Uh, you're always welcome to interrupt. Michelle, Michelle is the Colette Brunel of our program. Always apologizing for things she shouldn't. No one's going to get No one's going to get that joke. I'm sorry. That was terrible. Colette right. who? One of the characters from the game I'm currently playing. Oh. Yes. All right, back to the clip. Bringing up the tail end, Biden's gone. So you're faced with a dyed-in-the-wool socialist who's not even a Democrat, a gay guy, 37 years old, loves kissing his husband on debate stages. Can you see Trump have fun with that? And Amy Klobuchar. Okay, uh, so what if Okay, Pete, that, if my, that stuff was true. Sorry. Well, here's the thing. So what if Pete Buttigieg kisses his husband on stage? It's still uh, better I, than, I, than I, when, I, it's still better than when, uh, you know, Trump kisses his, his fake genius mail order wife. Yeah, I, I don't see where Rush is wrong here. I think, um, that if, uh, Trump were to actually kiss uh, Buttigieg's husband, it would actually be ple a pleasant experience for him. I, I can see Trump enjoying that. I'm just, I, I don't see that as a lie from Rush. Well, just, Thanks, just Rush. wait. But, but wait, there's more. 
So you are whoever the grand poobah is in the Democrat Party. You're looking at your options today. And you're, <laughs> you're, you're asking, okay, can we win with Klobuchar? We don't want to put Klobuchar up there because she doesn't have a prayer. Trump's going to wipe the floor with her, and that would mean two women in a row get wiped out by Donald Trump. Two Democrat oh, women in a row. We can't have that. We can't let that happen. Then they're sitting there, and they're looking at Mayor Pete, 37-year-old gay guy, Mayor South Bend, loves to kiss his husband on the debate stage. And they're saying, okay, how's this going to look? 37-year-old gay guy kissing his husband on stage next to Mr. Man Donald Trump. Yes, okay. Trojan, yes. Okay, so I'm noticing a pattern here, which is he has this disturbing obsession with the image of Mayor Pete kissing his husband on the debate stage. Okay, because Trojan, as Trojan just mentioned in chat, wait a minute, didn't Rush Limbaugh travel with Viagra to the Dominican Republic looking for boys? Well, the, it was insinuated. You know, he went, he took Viagra to the Dominican Republic, which is a country known for its trade in basically child sex slaves. I was just reading what Trojan wrote. I, yes. So is there proof he was diddling little boys? No. Although if any of these little boys that he supposedly diddled does have proof, please consider coming forward. Nah. The guy's already got what stage cancer at this point in his career. It's... I'm trying hard not to say something mean. I know. I'm, sh I'm I showing. Know. I I, just... you, you have no idea how much restraint I'm showing right now because I just got so many. And I love you for that, Adam. So I understand. I understand the uh, uh, the you know because cancer is horrible. You don't want to wish it on anybody. Um, it's it's. But I mean, I feel I'll bad just say for I had cancer. no idea Rush Limbaugh. I, I'll just say I'll just say I had no idea Rush Limbaugh lived next to a... You, you cut a out. windmill. A windmill. Oh, a windmill. Yeah, waka waka waka. All right. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll we'll go to. So here is uh, Ben Ferguson, one of these conservative wunderkinds, who's basically his only qualification is he's a conservative. They're like, oh, we need a conservative. We got to be fair. Call Ben. And here, 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 here's what he said. Ben Ferguson is with us, CNN political commentator, conservative radio host. You know, Ben, um, your reaction? Look, I, I don't think it matters that he's gay. I think that the, the thing that you're talking about here is two different issues. One is anybody going to look masculine next to Donald Trump on stage? I think the only Democrat out there would be Joe Biden. Do I think it should matter? Right, I'm going to pause there because any man, everyone looks masculine compared to that hunk of lard that calls itself Donald Trump. I look masculine compared to him. And that's, a hard, point, that's a hard sell. <laughs> I think at this point, I'd rather have like a... If, if you're going for a conservative talking head... Go for Michael Steele. At least he's pleasant to talk to. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I, I have something to say after you're done. Go for it. What I don't like about what Rush, Rush Limbaugh is succeeding in doing is directing the narrative. He is 
changing it to sound like manliness is a prerequisite for being president. Well, not or just that. that it is but... a factor of being a president, and it's not. No, being it's manly not. Being manly has absolutely but, zero to do with it. But, but he is changing the argument to be that. Not to mention, there's this idea that somehow Donald Trump is manly and President Obama was feminine and effete. Uh, I don't care. It's irrelevant to the topic. I, I agree. I but but don't, doesn't it offend you? Again, these... No, that these I work hard at them to not let them get to me, and this is the way I do it. I just say not relevant. <sighs> I move on. I All understand right, that Mr. you would get upset. All right, Mister Vulcan. I... Thank you. The matter. Of... Oh, I'm sorry. I th I thought you were done. Done. Okay. The matter on the issue of his sexuality. No. Now I do think. And I talked about this on my radio show literally yesterday with only Democrats calling in. Does it matter that he is an openly gay man? There was a surprising number of Democratic voters that said that it was an issue for them, the same way we saw that lady try to take back her vote in Iowa after she had voted and found out that Mayor Pete was gay. Now, for me personally, I have no problem with him being a gay man. I. I... All right, I'm calling bullshit. Well, first of all, um... I'm not surprised that there are Democrats saying that, to be honest, because as I said before the break, that there are people out there who value their hatred and their bigotry more than doing well for themselves. You know, it's like there are people out there, you know, the, the Trump cultists would dump kerosene on themselves and set themselves on fire if it meant a liberal would gag because they can't stand the smell of human flesh burning. And that's the same thing here. Did he say Democrat or Democratic? He said Democrats. Then I doubt he was talking to Democrat. Well, it's, the, it's hilarious when... When right-wing pundits say, I have an ad advice on what the Democrats should do, which right, right there you should just say. I'm not, oh. I'm not saying we should take his advice. I'm saying I'm... that there, there are people in this country who are willing to hurt themselves as long as it means keeping big, bad Mr. Gay Pete uh, Buttigieg down. And I, I, I have another question this woman in iowa who said she was a, wanted to re, retrieve her vote because she didn't realize that he was gay why did she cast her vote for him anyways he's openly gay uh, you know she, a, she was ignorant of the fact right up until someone pointed it out to her either that or she's just a shill and just somebody that they can use the point saying well gay shouldn't be elected I would like to think that there's shills out there, but honestly, you'd be amazed how ignorant the voter base of this country is. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I agree. People are idiots sometimes. Yeah, people are idiots, and you can't you can't fix stupid. But I think that we owe it to our conservative brothers and sisters to make sure that after the, our national nightmare is over, and we have a Democrat in the White House on January twentieth, twenty twenty one that we make sure they all get the finest padded cells money can buy. Oh, I'm happy.
happy to hug my conservative brothers and sisters. I'm happy to, you know, just, you know, com- comfort them all day long. I think the, the uh, like the New York Philharmonic, or we should get some military bands to play some really sad music for, you know, just to. Oh. All right, yeah. All right, let's get to this well, clip. Or, uh... I, I can debate him on the issues. It has nothing to do with sexuality. And the reality here, I think, is what Limbaugh was talking about. And again, the way he said it is different than I would obviously say it. He's saying there are Democrats that are sitting there worried that this is going to be a bigger issue, just like we saw in California okay. when gay marriage was overturned by voters in a liberal state. Take a moment there. Yeah. Let me just take issue with your premise. What's more manly, volunteering for military service, as Pete Buttigieg did, or avoiding it? Oh, uh, wow. That, that's... Holy crap! Wow! <laughs> that, I think that qualifies for this. In your face, I win, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, etc., etc. Is there, is, is, oh, do we get to my. hear this guy blubber? What what happened? No, I, I I I that's the end of the clip. Oh no, no. that's okay. I bet there was some awkward silence before he he tapped Look, dance, yeah, he yeah. tapped dance around that. Yeah, I'm sure there was, <laughs> but I mean that was a great that was great that was perfect. That was that, that was the, that was the entire clip I had. You know, all that's right, fine. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, so that's that. And like I said, if if. Pete Buttigieg wins the, the Democratic primary. I will vote for him. I will support him in the general. Even though, again, Hell I yeah. have concerns. I have cons- legitimate concerns about his credentials. Again, I'm sorry, Mayor Pete. Being mayor of South Bend, Indiana, does not qualify you to be president. However, no, but being you're a better reality than the al- star TV show doesn't either. Right. You know, you are better than the alternative. You know, he is better than the alternative. All right. Uh, he had more political experience. You have to admit that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He is better than the alternative. Well, give him props on why. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, the, the, the argument about he has no political experience for anyone. I didn't say none. I'm that. saying that I, local politics is talking. a completely different beast than national. Actually, sometimes it can work for national. Trump had none. Yes, but he was basically able to. He was basically able to get enough people to join this crazy cult to make to make a difference. All right, let's let's get to this real quick. Um, because have you ever noticed how the right wing has this disturb? You know, again, this obsession with the N word. No. Never? No. You really? You haven't noticed that? No. I'm I'm saying they don't like never. No, no. The 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 bad N-word. Oh, Niagara. <laughs> Funny. That's good. Look, um Look, uh, it's I, I don't know if I'd use the word obsession. I mean, if you're just talking about the bigots and the racists, I mean, yeah, they're going to use the word because so, that's what they do. Basically, here is their Dennis. Their obsession isn't the word; it's the actual racism yeah. in their hearts. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here's Dennis Prager. Basically, why I can't use the N word? <laughs> Woe is me. Look, 
I believe it was John Fugel saying, said, you know, after two, three hundred years of bondage, the only thing African-Americans have asked of white people is, don't use that word. Why would you want to? That's the I thing. have no practical use for it. Yeah. The Why only... would I, I, I wouldn't want to use it. Yeah. Well, I'll get to my, my logic. Here's cut one. Oh, I was um, no, no, no. I, I wasn't because I don't think there is a hatred of Jews and blacks in the United States. I was talking about private anti-Semitic and anti-black language used by Presidents right. Truman and Nixon. Yes, yes, that's 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 correct. My mistake. Excuse me. Um, but you, you mentioned that President Truman used to use the N-word all the time, mm-hmm. and then two seconds later, you followed it up with the word "kike." Mm-hmm. So why didn't I say why, K-word? Why didn't you say, like, the K-word? Because, uh, uh, because the left has made it impossible to say the N-word any longer. That's I'm, disgusting. I'm... It's a farce. It's the only word that you can't say in the English language. No, okay? They haven't altered your body chemistry to keep you from saying that one word. It's called human decency. If you have it, you're not going to say that word. But Dennis Prager clearly lacks human why does it matter to you if society lets you use that word or not? If you don't plan to... Well, that goes to cut number two. We're going to get to this real quick, and then we'll get some thoughts before going to break. That's why that's a... Per- why is it okay to say the K word? Because the left doesn't give a damn about that word. They they oh. Because that that's why. The left runs the country in the culture. The uh, the Republicans have the Senate and the presidency, and that's very important. But the culture, and the more the left controls, the more totalitarian it is. That is not an attack. It's a statement of fact like 2 plus 2 equals 4. It is idiotic that you cannot say the N-word. Idiotic. Of course, you should never call anybody the N-word. That's despicable. But to say the word... It's just, you can't even say that the word is despicable. You have to say the N-word. <laughs> All right. That's the answer. All right. I, I, I submit this, and maybe you two disagree with me, although I suspect you don't. I submit that the only reason why you would want the ability to use the N-word is specifically so you could call someone the N-word. Can I say what uh, Trojan said in chat? Please. Quote Trojan, you are perfectly free to say what you want as long as you're prepared to suffer the consequences. Yes. If you if you were to call me, you know, what what's an offensive word for Italian? Dago. Okay. If you were to call me one of those two, you're free to say you're free to do that. But don't don't get mad when I decide to kick you in the nuts. Which I would never do. I, I'm Didn't not Dr. Such... Laura um, suffer consequences when she said the N-word yes. on her show? That's the thing, is that you're free to say that word. But She was you're... free to say it. Exactly, and she was free. And to... she did. But they don't want freedom, but what they want, they, they don't want freedom to say the word. They want freedom from the consequences of being a ding, dick. Correct. Ding ding, 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 ding. I'm right on my own show. This is the best day of yes, my life. Are. It's an early Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, 
Can I get back to uh, the election? Um, sure, but we, I just yeah, want to point out we we got we. I know we don't have much time. So when Rush was talking about the Democrats being afraid because you've got Buttigieg, you've got um, uh, Socialist Sanders, whatever, blah 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 blah. He is not wrong in that there's a certain level of fear. I mean, with regards to Buttigieg and and this fear of like, oh my goodness, the guy's gay. Let's think back 12 years, 12? God, it's been that long. When Obama was running and we were having the same panic attack, like, oh my God, we're running a black man. And that was huge. It, but he won. I mean, it was, it was a different time back then. The economy was in shit. Uh, it, approval rating of um, W was in the, the, the toilet. And that's being kind. So... <laughs> The um, my point being, there there is a fear. Democrats are very afraid because we ran Hillary and she lost. And so there are women out there that are, I'll, I'll be frank, they are afraid. They want Trump so bad that there are some that are hesitant to back a woman. They are there are women out there that are going like, look, I I want a woman but I want Trump gone so bad that I would rather get the sure thing. And they're, 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 I mean, I'm for Warren. I want Elizabeth Warren so bad, but there's just not enough fire in the, you know, it's just, it's as disappointing as it is. Um, so I'm not saying that uh, what I'm, my point being is that Rush likes to spread a, a lot of his lies with a little bit of truth. The one little bit of truth he's saying is that there is a level of fear in the Democratic Party. He, he is correcting that. And as sad as it is, we we are humans, and as a like a herd animal, you run with the crowd. And when the crowd is like, "Oh my God, we can't do this or that because we'll lose," you know, I remember there was a time we can't impeach Trump because he'll win. It'll be even a political victory, and he'll win the election. Don't do it. We're afraid. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I get what. You're... Anyway. Anyway, uh, that's all I wanted to say. Fair enough. No, it's it's a fair point. Uh, you know, I, again, anyone we have is better here. And again, everyone involved, regardless of who you support, you are going to have to accept that. Chances are, you're going to have to compromise. Guess what? That's called being a. That's called being a freaking adult. And democracy, yes. Well, yeah. yes. I'm well, personally. Who you want in the primary? Fall in line. In the, in the exactly. Fall in love in the primary. Fall in uh, fall in line for the general. That's the way because that's how the Republicans do it, and that's how they win. Aside from shamelessly cheating. Anywho, yeah. we're gonna go to break, and when we come back, we'll have Kenny pick for the rest of the yeah, show. Yeah, you should make sure to invite him to the room. He he is in the room. I suspect he's actually he listened. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I did it. Oh. Wow, he's there at, at Port in Port St. Lucie. No, I'm just playing. I, well, I, I know what I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back after this uh, to start with nerd talk. Ooh, so happy about these ner- Mark Hamill stories. Happy, happy, happy. You're listening to. 
Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. I won't argue that it was a no-holds-barred, adrenaline-fueled thrill ride, but there's no way you could perpetrate that amount of carnage and mayhem and not incur a considerable amount of paperwork. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in to the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Join me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, and push your buttons, Mr. Miles Lagan. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. And you still sound... I mean, I'm very happy with the results of this experiment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a... I uh, think... this, this rolled out so much smoother than New Coke. Let's not talk about New Coke. That's just... Uh... Well, that was a scam. Well, yeah, of course. You, what was the scam? To make a crappy product so people would want the old, better product more? No. The scam was Coke used to have sugar. And they said, we want to put in corn syrup. Because it's cheaper. And they went to new Coke. And then when they went back to old Coke, they changed it back to the regular flavor. But instead of using sugar, they went to the high fructose corn syrup. That's the scam. Oh. I'm sorry. No, no, I don't. No need to apologize. A lot of people don't know that. That's what Coke did. Okay, I was worried I had offended. All right, and also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, and Mistress of Mayhem, Michelle Lagan. So now you see why we've tried to sell you on Discord. I well, I I mean I've liked Discord. It's just, you know, it's a new setup, uh, and like I said, so far it's working. It seems like my concept, you know, my my roughed out concept is is working. It's you know, so, you know, I, I I'm, I'm happy. 
All right. Also joining us for the remainder of the show to talk nerd shop out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Mr. Kenny Pick. Uh-oh. He may have not assigned a push to talk button. Uh, Please stand by while Mr. Kenny Pick opens up his audio settings. Uh, yes. Enables Ken the push to talk right, feature. Kenny, here's what you're going to do. <laughs> or just not, we don't need to. What's the, what's the default but button for that? Someone help me. I don't know. Oh, he's typing. Is it control? I think it is no, control. No, whatever you did is working. Control seems to work. But you can, you can also make it. it. You can also change it so you don't need to push a button to talk. I don't. I don't want to push a button to talk. Uh, all right. That. So this is what you're going to do. Live tech support, folks. Okay. You're going Live to, tech support here, everybody. You, you see that? You see the microphone, headphones, and gear in the lower left-hand corner. I do see okay. that, yes. Okay, so you're going to click on the gear, oh, user settings. User set, okay, user settings, got it. I okay. The gear. Then go on okay. down to voice and video. All right. And then uh, oh. you'll see all your all the settings. Go down to input mode and check voice activity. And then you can, you can, uh, you want to disable also automatically determine input sensitivity. Uh, okay, is that working? Yes, basically now yes, your mic is always you. hot. Okay, and that's fine because I have my controls that I always use. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So, yeah. all right, there we go. There we go. And you sound so much better. Oh, well, thank you. I've been doing my push-ups today. So, um... <laughs> I'm not doing Now it. we'll hear all his uh, svelte tones and burps yeah. and sneezes Farts. Oh yeah, those two. <laughs> and and, oh, yeah. those. and the cat fights in well, the background. Now, now yeah, all the cat fights you'll definitely hear. But um yeah, I uh yeah, hi guys. It's it's so good to be here. Hello. And let me just say let me just say I want to give a, a shout out to Dollar Tree. <laughs> because I'm telling you what, now that I've really been getting heavy duty into crafting and making the, the big giant castle diorama and all these other, you know, uh, things to go with it, I keep finding awesome stuff to repurpose there that I couldn't buy, that I would have to spend a lot more money on, like craft wood. That's the, the latest thing. Now, Miles and Michelle, do you guys have Dollar Tree in your area? Oh, yes. Okay, well, I think this would come in handy for you guys, too. You probably, while building dioramas, probably have a bunch of scrap wood and stuff already or whatever, you know. Yes. Um, but they have these kits that come in really handy, these pre-cut wood kits for building, like, a little crappy wooden helicopter or a bird feeder or whatever. And I pick, picked up two of those kits. Again, a dollar a piece. They've got all these awesome wooden parts. And you get two of each set. So then if you decide to start building something, you can have symmetrical pieces from one set to another. Although, I will say, symmetry is not the strong suit for whatever company makes these. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, so I, because I've been wanting to build a weapons rack for the castle, and uh, I'll, I'll share a picture here in the chat room when I get to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I put together 
this little weapons rack tonight and uh and i'm just so happy with it it looks so cool um and and hopefully you won't hear me painting because uh, i'm going to be doing some dry brushing on it when we do oh, the show nice so all right i'll yeah. swing Where, by dollar it? tree and pick up oh, one of the shishi doshi kits shishi doshi kits <laughs> it, it's a it's a it's something that's meant to scare deer oh okay oh and, and- in uh, Kill Bill, when he uh, she was fighting uh, Lucy Liu in the background, that little thing that's filling up with water, and it goes, thunk, oh, thunk, thunk, that little uh, I have a neighbor. Waterfall. I have a neighbor who has one. Well, we're going to get I one eventually because I'm going to build it. Scare away the iguanas. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> Talking about iguanas, Uh-oh. Miles' little uh, pet uh, rescue yeah. got away today. Uh oh, Frosty! No. <laughs> yeah, he's gone, or she's gone. Did you name it? Not really. Well, I named it Frosty because I thought that was. Frosty, well, we did. We did warm it up. We gave it a good home, and then it escaped out of our. I gotta get out of this place. Uh, and I let it out of its cage to. Put I'm it, too like, pretty to be in prison. <laughs> To get some sunlight because they do need vitamin D. They say you yeah, can't yeah. keep them out of the sun because that'll kill them. So I put it out to get it some sun, and it's out there and it's soaking. And then it just started climbing the screen, and it found a way out. And I'm like, oh. so. Oh. Well, yeah. There you. Go. But seriously, but we live so sorry. much farther north that the next time a cold yeah. snap comes down, it may not survive it. So. Oh. It might live this year, but. What do you know? Um. So anyway, yeah. So, uh, but I, I've been having a lot of fun. I, I, I know I haven't shared a ton of pictures. I, I've shared a few, a lot of pictures, but I, the 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 castle tower is almost complete. I love uh, what you've done with it. It looks amazing. And, oh my god! The I love the demon trap. That was amazing. Oh, that was because uh, I, I said something to Susan about it. I was like, I want to do like some kind of you know symbol on the floor because i, I kind of want to i'm trying to do a theme on each level so the top level is kind of like the library portrait room because i hung the portraits you know the original mego mad monster art in little dollar tree frames which i would glued onto the wall um and uh and then i um in the second level i was like well this should be the witchcraft one because i like have a cauldron that i'm working on uh that i'm gonna put like a led light in it and have like a a translucent resin top that looks like goo boiling out of it um and you know maybe some body parts um but the uh uh you know that one i was like okay i want to do something and susan's like well you need to make it authentic and she's like here and she pulled up the demon trap that they use on supernatural which is like a legit thing because you know they they um whether you like the show or not, they do a lot of really cool demonology research for, you know, the visuals and stuff. So I just, I, I, to make sure the circle was as perfect as it could be, I got a plastic lid uh, from like a food container or something and pushed, just held that down real tight and then went around it loosely with the, the, you know, fair amount of white paint on my brush. Um, Made sure it was a little jagged, but I wanted to make sure it was nice and round. 
Uh, and then I just freehanded the pentagram and then the symbols all came from the demon trap like they use on Supernatural and is probably out of all kinds of old occult books and stuff. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, so, but what I did last night was I need to start finishing it. And the top is, uh, ha has had no attention whatsoever and neither has the back, the, but the back isn't going to be anything. I'm just going to basically, um, put some foam core pieces, black foam core on the back of it, because what's happened is the wood on the back of it is so thin. Every time I drill holes in it. Uh, to eat, to hang like the little portcullis things in front of the mirrors, I'm you know leaving a screw exposed on the back. So uh, and and thing is that panel is recessed. The walls go back a little bit further, so I'll be able to like put like a a fake panel on the back there, so nobody gets stuck with a screw. And I had to do the same thing on the top because there was a screw poking through the top from where I mounted the the light in it. Um. So I basically measured out the, 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 you know, measured out a square of black foam core, glued that into place on the top, um, and it covered all the little screws sticking out. And then I cut off, cut out more of the foam core bricks and made a brick floor. Cause I'm like, it wouldn't be wood on the top. It'd be stone on the top, you know, wood on the interior, but you know, stone on the top. So, um, I will, I'll, I'll put some. I'll, I'll upload some pictures and share that stuff in the chat. But thank you, Michelle. That means a lot. About the, I appreciate. Oh, I I love what you did with it. I think it's amazing. Um, well, the amigo meet you're going to is it like this? Your second, third? This will be my second, but my first as a vendor. So when you went to the first one, what? Uh... What did you see? Did you see anybody having like a, a, a crazy, awesome display like what you're setting up? Uh, you know, yes, there was one guy. There's a guy named Art Balthazar, who is a major customizer, and he basically just sets up and he makes he makes like Marvel and DC customs, which you know I'm I I did a few of those, but I'm not really keen into them. I'm kind of more into doing, um characters that don't have name i, I just yeah, want the to horror have like, zombie yeah 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 like the zomb the zombies and now i've started doing mad scientists and cultists uh oh i'll share the cultists those are those are and those are mostly like styling customs where i'm buying clothes or making things for them and you know just using an existing figure um or combination you know switch parts around and stuff on them but um but yeah there this guy art balthazar had a huge, like, he made, I think it was mostly made out of wood. Um, he made, like, a big display, like a city, like some rooftops and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, some alleys and things like that. So he had his, his superheroes all set up on, like, buildings and stuff. And, uh, but he, I think he was pretty much the only one that had a display. Like, there was another, the there was a company called Castaway Toys that had kind of a little diorama where they like had a big dinosaur and action Jackson, like, you know, on a, you know, on the other side of a Canyon or something or some kind of stone formation, but nothing really like, like 
this. Definitely not horror. There were some people who specialize in horror stuff and horror customs, but not really. It's like, they're like, this is my version of Frankenstein, or this is my version of the mummy, you know, and, and nobody had zombies and nobody had like, oh, you know, a mad scientist here's a cultist here's a zombie here's a nurse here's you know it's like i'm making like trying to make incidental characters for, th for things you know and um, you're filling a niche yeah I i'm definitely doing something that nobody else has plus i'll have vintage stuff for sale some more some newer stuff for sale i'll take all my pieces parts and hopefully with the pieces parts i'm hoping that other other my my friends who show up there We'll, like, we can do a little swap meet kind of thing. And, like, if I have more of this and they have more of that, I'll be like, yeah, I want that for, for whatever. So, um, so yeah. It, and, you know, and, of course, if somebody's like, oh, I'm looking for a Star Trek shirt or something like that. I've got a ton of old and new Star Trek shirts. I can sell them, you know, those for a couple bucks, whatever. But, yeah. And then I'll take my customs and I'll probably, I'm probably going to put 30 bucks a piece on Zombies. Um, and I'm probably going to donate the Ronald McDonald zombie to the charity. Arc. I, I just wish we, we were more in the same wavelength. You have the, we can give you your, your brains, but most of our stuff is so much smaller than you do. Oh yeah. I'll be taking brains too. Uh, I'll be, uh, cause I, I'm thinking about making like, um, just little you know staple staple them in little bags and put a variety of of the different uh, brains that i've cast you know actually if you if you need more casts miles can make more casts and send them to you um uh no actually i think i'm good because i i made a mold from the ones you guys uh sent yeah i'd say your skill in mold making <clears throat> is a little higher than mine right now i don't do it that often oh, no. No, I don't know. I, I, I've, you know, I, I've, I think you guys definitely, and, and that's the thing. That's where, like you said, you know, not the same wavelength. You, you're, you make stuff, but again, it's what I appreciate though is like what you guys do. There's a, there's actually a fair amount of like that black magic um, crafts. Is that what it, what the channel is? The YouTube channel? Yes. Um, the thing is, I can apply a lot of what you guys do to what I do. I watch those videos for painting techniques. I watch those videos for construction of, you know, buildings and things like that to get ideas on materials to use. Um, you know, uh, so that is, you know, the only difference between what you guys do and what I do is scale. That's it. You know? And, yeah. um... You're, and you're it's a bigger lot, scale than we are. Yeah, it's a lot harder for you to paint eyeballs than me. So, <laughs> um, so, but I know you really don't go and you're not putting in an iris. Actually, sometimes <laughs> I do. Well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Um, but uh, but yeah, it uh, depends on the eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, if it's a beholder, oh, you know it, <laughs> or yep. a dragon, yeah. But no, I, but yeah, I've had a lot of fun with it, and the, uh, uh, the shit. I need to, I need to share some pictures in the chat room for what I'm doing. But um, the the latest thing, the real moment of inspiration was the bat gargoyle. 
uh, right above the top level. That was, I, um, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, but I, I found, I had a, 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 a big Halloween bat in a little Halloween bat. And basically I cut the head off of the, the big Halloween bat at an angle to where it was like looking out. And then I took the little Halloween bat and I kind of cut away its body and just kept its wings intact. And then I took a, a screw and I just put the screw in the big bat head's mouth and then screwed the whole thing onto the front of the of the tower. And then I put some putty in the mouth over the tongue over the screw and made a tongue. Um, so so yeah, I I, uh, I really had fun with that. Okay, just a quick shout out. Hey Theo. Hello nice Theo. Nice to have you in chat. Nice to have you. Yep, yep. Uh so before we go to break, do we want to tell Kenny the the news? We can. Go for it. Definitely. Who want what, what who wants to say what? You want to say it all. Oh, I do. Go ahead. Uh so we are definitely we have solidified our plans, Kenny. And uh Washington DC, you're going to want to be careful cuz uh the three of us, me, Miles, and Michelle, are going to be there for a week, and Kenny's going to be there for at least a day. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've got Migo meet, then Rain and Bob. Or, yeah, but, or... Rain and Bob, then yeah, Migo we... meet. Yeah, yeah. We are going to drive up, grab uh, Adam, and then jet over to Washington D.C. We'll be there from the. Let's see. Looking at our reservations right now, from June 9th to June sixteenth. Yep. Nice. So there we go. That's but gonna I, be awesome. But I promise, I've already told them we cannot go to the to the Capitol building because I don't want to have to call HR and tell them I got thrown in jail for punching Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Well, plus, then Definitely. you guys would have to—you guys would have to bail me out, and it'd be awkward. You think and... Mitch McConnell's going to be in D.C. on a weekend? Well, you're going to be there for several days. Though. Yes. Yeah. So, but we're going to have plenty of time to be there to enjoy the, the the museums, to meet with folks. Like, I'm hoping we can like hook up with Sandy and other people. We need just to have dinner. Tim. Actually, I just had an evil idea. Oh, I want—I want to meet Tim. Yes, before yes. the party. Or after, yes. well, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this idea by him because I think Joe Joe is definitely going too. Yeah, which means both of them are gonna be it. there on uh, for for the Temp Cormel show on Sunday. We'll be there. Hmm. I, I'm I'm stroking my non-existent goatee. I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing a show. Oh, I figured you're taking Friday off. Yeah, yeah. And we have a suite while we're up there, so yippee. Yes. So, yep, it's all settled. We have a plan. So oh, I dig it. All right. And uh, real quick in the chat room, I did put a picture of the bat thing I was talking about. It still needs to be painted more. Um, and then, Michelle, um, I put my cultists and mad doctors for you, too, to take them. Okay, that bat symbol, I have yeah. a suggestion. Yeah. The small red gems in his eyes. I actually had that very same idea. So, yes, we're on the same page there. I think I could take okay, the power cool. drill. I could take the power drill or maybe a hot nail or something. 
um, and kind of mush it there. And I think we had some little gems. Yeah, I'm but, not yes. sure what. Yeah, I'm not sure what the scale is, but I have some uh, eyeglass gems that would fit perfectly. I think. There, uh, I would say those eyes right there are probably about uh, maybe three millimeters long. Like if if you go lengthways on okay. a three to four millimeters long, something like that. Yeah, so. but so just like like two like little red gems, like mm -hmm. right in the center, would be perfect. Yeah. Or if I could, no, 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 that's too ambitious. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say maybe just drill the eyes out and put a little light in there, but yeah, it could be possible. But it, that's gonna be. It would be a huge pain yeah. in the ass. I think just the gems themselves is probably the better idea. Yeah, I don't think you can get them that small. Yeah, but oh, and this is pre-putting the tongue in. I gave him a nice big uh, tongue <laughs> um, with uh, air dry putty to cover again. You know that I, I win. That's another little detail, Miles. You'll appreciate this. I, every screw that I used in it, I took air dry putty and I filled in the ends of the screws. So at least it just looks like you know once it's painted, it just looks uh, like a black nub and not you know yep, yep. A Phillips head. <laughs> right. So. But it looks amazing. That that whole tower is going to be spectacular. I love playing with the lights in it too. Um, but anyway, we're we're over the top of the hours. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll so, shit it. So when we come back, we've got some good some good good Mark Hamill related news. Two stories. Oh, yeah. And I'm just really hoping the second pans out. And do I get to really get pissy about the fantasy island thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just please, I, 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 please okay. do, please do. And I did make it to the movies uh, Friday. So. Uh, anyway, we will, uh, as soon as I find the, uh, we will be right back after this for the last hour of Mike Check Radio. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. What is he was grinning like an idiot the entire time. What's wrong with that guy? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Show. Oh yeah, get excited. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't 
take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back for the final hour here on Mike Trek Radio. Joining me, as always, out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Sorry, brain freeze. <laughs> uh, the rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, and Mistress of Mayhem, Michelle Lagan. Welcome back. Yes, and I agree with Adam Savage. Everybody's aspect of reality sucks. I like my own. <laughs> very good, very good. And also joining me out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM, Galaxy Master, and pusher of buttons, Mr. Miles Lagan. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Now coming to you in color. Uh, all right. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Welcome back, sir. How, how are you liking the uh, the audio quality? Oh, it's terrific. It's it, I mean, uh, I'm hearing nuances in all of your guys' voices that I had never heard before. Very good. Very so, good. I think I might be sold for doing this for... Uh, turn up the night just got to get uh you know and and this could work out too for people who want to join in i mean if we if we just have them sign up for discord uh well, and make them friends we can add them to the show sometime yeah, there's different ways of changing the roles and stuff you can make mm -hmm. a lot more it, it's very nuanced yes i will well, say I'm, this though yeah oh well, um yeah. based on no, no, go ahead. based on the results from tonight which seem very positive um, yes, of course. If we get them on Discord, they can join the ch join the show that way. But I think I have a way to use Google Voice, which is a free service with a phone number, as a call in line. Um, but that's phase two. This is we're only on phase one of the I of like the, it of the Radio for Humans cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, and there's other ways of doing it as well. You can actually yeah. change things up in groups and stuff here. So yeah. it's prefer, very interesting. I prefer we call call it the IMWEU. <laughs> IMW Extended Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah, I got it. But um and I will also say this, Kenny, that uh if if uh you know, I know you're a busy guy. Um so I'm willing to help, you know, teach and Ryan I can and help Joe. You. Yeah. You know, we we can take we can cover you so the transition will be as painful I mean painless as possible. <laughs> cover me. So, you know, uh, and I and I think the you, you know for you you should have the least amount of work just because all I have to do is send you a screenshot of my settings and boom you're done because we have pretty much the same setup. And yeah. I can also help because I know how to. Um, uh, adjust the little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. this is all very exciting. So, like I said, I'm willing to sit down with Rain and Joe as my, you know, on my free day, on my days off, um, to to work with them on getting to to learn this. It's not that difficult for the most part. 
No, so. I mean, it really isn't. I, I, I've been pleasantly surprised every time I've been on, you know, because I think this is the my third experience with uh, with you guys in Discord, and it's really nice. I think he used it once with us in Talisman, I think. Yeah, definitely once for Talisman, and then I think maybe another time, but I'm not real sure. And we'll be able to get Brit Wolf on super easy. Yes. Dig it. And he'll probably sound even better. I gotta admit, he's got an amazing voice. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I, I know uh, yeah. I've gotten a lot of compliments on my voice in my lifetime, but I'm. I'm I hear his voice. I'm a little jealous. He's a professional. Yes, I love Brit. And then he was doing his fucking Obi Wan impressions the other day, and I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> why do you have to be so freaking talented, Brit?" <laughs> Speaking of professional, the chosen one. <laughs> Speaking of professional, uh, I have some good news related to work to share. For once. Okay. It's not about how soul-crushing my boss is. But, um, sure. ladies and gentlemen, well, yeah, yeah, we got both. Ladies and gentlemen, you are talking to the Fort Campbell Exchange Employee of the Month for January of 2020. Woot, woot. Congratulations. So and and I'm told it was a unanimous vote because I guess my understanding is the managers get together and they say you know they vote on who gets it. So I got all the votes. So uh, kind of kind of overwhelming that you know I had that much support because I've always assumed I caused my boss more trouble than I'm worth. I, I assume that of myself always. So sure, you know. So there we go. Yeah, uh, I think. Nice. Uh, I think I'm supposed to get an extra $50 in my pay bucket on, on the next paycheck, but we shall see. Pay bucket. So, there we go. I'm very, I, I, I you know. I, I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. Everyone's been go coming up to me saying congratulations, and I'm just like, oh, well, thank you. And then my, my cheeks get red. <laughs> nice. That's very nice. the way it should be. Be humble. Yes. Well, so there. Yeah. What ladies. you're saying? Are are you saying that it's it's unsightly to you know brag about every fucking little thing in your life and you know? Um. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm... that's the case. I lost an iguana today. <laughs> Best lost iguana ever. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody it did it faster or better. Then Miles. <laughs> anyway. Very good. So there we go. Like I said, I, I figured I'd share that. So a lot of good news today. And, and yeah. I'm going to keep the good news coming because we got some breaking Well, not in this. No, well, this is fresh. This is this is breaking news, pretty much. Uh, Demon? This, what? Demon? Is it about Steaming? Steam. I thought you said demon. I was like, no, what does a demon have to do with it? Uh, yes, it I is steaming. Know. It's definitely uh, fresh from this week. Uh, first of all, I'm, I, 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 I don't know if you guys have heard about the, the – it's not a reboot, but it's a continuation of He-Man on Netflix. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I did hear something about it. Well, um, folks – Let's check some of this cast out, shall we? The and this is oh, just nice. the announced cast. Okay, 
Uh, Lena Hetty as Evelyn. Okay. Oh my God. Chris Wood from uh, Supergirl and the Vampire uh, Diaries as Prince Adam and He Man. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller um, as Tila. Liam Cunningham again from Game Ooh. of Thrones as Man at Arms. Uh, let's see. I'm just scrolling the fine names Who's that Man are. Arms from... again? What's the name? He's like the he, kind of the mentor guy. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, no, I know but... the, man, the the Man at Arms character. Who was the actor? Uh, Liam Cunningham from Game of Thrones. Uh, Sir Jorah. Oh, Price. Jorah Mormont. Yes. Very cool. And right. of course, he was Bruce Wayne in Titan. Yes. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer, who was the original voice of Skeletor as Mossman. Susan Eisenberg, the voice of Wonder Woman in the in the uh, DC animated universe as Sorceress. Yes. Okay. Uh, Alicia Silverstone as Queen Marlena. God. Uh, I, I, a lot of these names. I, Chris Summer, voice. I mean, voice actress extraordinaire. As Priestess, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, another voice actor, as Beastman. Oh, we, nice! Now we're getting, now we're getting to the fun stuff. Okay, for our, our folks, uh, Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman, as Merman, and Meh. Merman. Yes, but wait, Mark freaking Hamill. As Skeletor! Yes! Finally! Someone to do oh, me justice! that be cool. <laughs> so, there we go. That is an amazing... I'm a Jedi! I'm a Jedi now! <laughs> Fuck you, He-Man! <laughs> so... I will pay I will pay Mark Hamill several hundred dollars to say that in character, Skeletor. <laughs> These oh, are like that'd the be great. Fuck you, He-Man. That'd be great. <laughs> Mark Hamill's not on Cameo, is he? No. <laughs> no, he does he were... not like the idea of it either. And even if he were, oh. he would probably, you know, he would... Well, see, that's the thing, is that since he doesn't like the idea, even if he were on it, he would probably want to discourage it through a high price. And I'm not saying that's not his right. I'm just saying that, you know... Hal Sparks yeah. is on Cameo. I don't think... I don't think uh, I, he he likes it. I. Somebody asked him to be because uh, uh, I was looking into it because I was gonna try and get you Mark Hamill, at first, um, but he was like, "Why would I want to do that?" He just was not into it. Like, yeah, oh, charge my fans money for my voice? No. So. But at least he's thinking but, uh, about his fans. He is. He is. You know that I mean that's now that I hear him saying something like that or hear that he said something like that I'm thinking well he you know we well we've all known Mark Ham was a gift to humanity we've known that for a while absolutely all right so speaking of uh, Mark Ham great this is a continuation of the filmation series that's what it's saying but I mean they may God, take some, that, they may they may take some awesome. liberties it could it you know I've always said. I feel that uh, the, the the true reboot from the early 2000s was a, a good reboot. You know, they they got rid of a lot of the cheesier elements, built the lore. Same thing they did with Thundercats when they reboot Thundercats. 
Um, well, I loved. I used to watch He Man in the Masters of the Universe uh, every day after school in middle school, and I fucking adored that show. I, so I, I I cannot wait for this. Cannot wait. Yeah, like I said, if uh, you know, I'm very, and that's official, folks. That is that is set in stone. This Mark Hamill as Skeletor is happening. That's insane. In in the best way. He'll do a good Skeletor. I think. Oh yes. Oh, I have. <laughs> but no I would doubt still, that. I would still kill to hear him say "fuck you, he man" in character. I'm a Jedi. <laughs> Did you say that the actor that played the original Skeletor is also in this? He's in the cast as uh, I forget the character. Beast Man, uh, I think you Beast Alan Alan Oppenheimer as Moss Man. Oh Moss Man. Interesting. So the original Skeletor is on the show, but not a Skeletor. I'm not saying yeah. that Mark Hamill won't knock it out of the park. I'm Alan just, Oppenheimer you know. is pretty old. He's in his eighties, if enough. not. Okay. You know. But I mean, Cree Summer is a pretty impressive get, as is Kevin Michael Richardson. I mean, there's a lot of amazing voice acting talent. Was in Cree this. Summer in Serenity uh, or, or uh, Firefly? I don't know. I know she was the voice of Penny in Inspector Gadget, and that was her first voice role. Oh, I don't. Okay, so she's no, been she's thing. been in this since I she's been voice acting since I was in diapers, and I'm sure people just love that mental image. <laughs> oh God, so much. So there we go. Uh, anyway, this is uh, not set in stone. This is this is uh, speculative, but um, this comes from a reliable source, uh, according to this site. And that is uh, uh, that uh, Mark Hamill has supposedly been offered the role of Vesemir in the Witch in the Witcher series season two. Hmm. Um. Now I'm not super familiar with the series other than what I've seen, uh, you know, in the show. But again, Mark Hamill, big get, uh, you know, and. You know, I'm gl- I'm really glad that he's getting these roles that aren't related to Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. And I will say, Kenny, I'm convinced that by now, when it's his time, and hopefully that's not for another, you know, 100 or 200 years, I think he's going to sure. be more well-known for his voice acting than for his role as Luke Skywalker. I really do. Well, uh, you know, I don't think you're wrong there. But seriously, put Mark Hamill in everything, Hollywood. Everything. He's Vesemir is a very cool role for him to have, though, in in Witcher. Not just that. I play play that game and I love it. Yeah, he's an amazing he's an amazing actor. And, you know, like I said, he revolutionized the role of the Joker. You know, don't get me wrong. I I was I I was seeing I saw something the other day that said, I guess. Oh, no, I had a class with Andrea uh, Romano this week uh, as a guest lecturer with Steve Bloom and she was talking about how did you guys know that the role of Joker or that Tim Curry was originally cast as Joker oh gosh Mark Hamill was the second pick that would have been cool wow. though well yeah I, don't get me wrong Tim Curry is amazing but think about it we were th- if it weren't for some sort of 
conflict, scheduling conflict, we would have missed out on Mark Hamill's brilliant interpretation of the Joker. Yeah. And the world would be a darker wow. place for it. <laughs> well, maybe he would have gotten better. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> So, like I said, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, and it was an amazing class, but damn it, I wanted to ask my question of Andrea so badly. So, what is, what is this class? You're enrolled in online voice acting class? Yes. So, I did. For, this is the first I've heard about. I could have sworn I've mentioned it before. Nope. No. Um, I, well, we Basically, knew about it, but I could have sworn it. So Steve Bloom. This is Steve uh, Bloom. Yes. This yes, is you have the mentioned Steve, something about Steve this Bloom's class. This is yes. So he's he's basically so at first it was a top. You know, every class had a different topic. You know, microphone technique, recording booth etiquette, taking direction, stuff like that. And now now it's moved from just like each class being one one set topic to. Now we have guest lectures and, you know, it'll be a back and forth between the guest and Steve. And then they do Q&A. Nice. And um, I but I will say Andrew Romano buried the lead in class because she has an autobiography coming out and I'm going to get this book. Oh, good. Good. My only regret is if there's an audio book, she's not going to be able to do the recording because she's blind in one eye. So she might be, be able to do the recording. Well, possible. I, I I would imagine it would be difficult, but I think it would be amazing if she could. I would I would love that. Well, let's cross that bridge when. Uh, I'm just saying I'm excited for the project. I I am very yeah. excited because she did a lot of you know not. Don't get me wrong. I mean she's the I think she's a lot of the reason why the DC eight. Uh, the DC Animated Universe did so well. It was her casting decisions that made it what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But she also did stuff that, you know, she she's a big believer in table reads, which aren't always done for animation because they mm-hmm. add cost. You know, the ensemble recording. That, that was a new thing that she tried and it happened to pay off. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm very excited for this project and you know, like I said, I, but anyway, so can you just, you know, real quick, like I said, uh, it, it's, you know, it's once a month we sit down. You know, I, I, I mean, it's kind of, you know, basic, um, but uh, yeah, like I said, I've been doing it for about a year and I feel like I've become a strong and I, I originally started it because I felt like a good voice actor and a good radio person. There was a lot of skill overlap. Mm hmm. And so that was why I started it. I, you know, but then I'm like, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe I should chase the dream too. Well, you know, uh, that's fascinating. You mentioned microphone tech because I would be very, very curious to see if some of the things that I do are things that are um, something professionals do because I kind of work the mic as my voice goes so i don't i'm not always in the same position for where i'm talking 
because I know how certain words are going to come out, come out of my mouth. So I'll lean back or lean in, um, whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, I would be, I'd be interested in something. I will, uh, see if I can get a record, you know, maybe without getting thrown out. See, like, I'll see if it's okay if I get a recording. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I'm just, you know, or just, you know, notes or something, you know, if, if anybody ever took notes. Interesting to see. Well, I mean, I, so. I can take, I can watch the video. He posts the videos, you know, uh, so. Yeah, know. if there's, if, if ever you decide, you know, to, to watch that one again or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll take know, some notes some, for you. Give me some minutes. Give me some minutes. But yeah, I mean, the nice thing is, is it's not that expensive. It's only about $27 per month, you know, per class. And he's, he, act, because he was told his business model wasn't sustainable. He had to raise his prices a lot. So I'm grandfathered in at the lower price, which is great. Well, that's, that's interesting. Not so. know this. Oh, the secrets you keep, Mr. Hebert. I could, I'm telling you, I could have sworn <laughs> I've mentioned it before. Nope. Nope. Well, he mentioned I it would... to us, Kenny. So you're just out of the loop. Sorry. I would have remembered it. Yeah. I know Damn I mentioned it. it. I know I mentioned it in the interview with him because I because I'm a big believer in full disclosure. Yeah, I, I was with you on the interview, so yeah, I remember. You know, I don't want people thinking, "Oh, oh he's going easy on Steve because he's one of his students," and it's not like I'm getting graded, folks. So <laughs> I don't remember that from the interview. I don't. But anyway. Well, I think it was it was I it was towards the beginning. It was either before or after I was an idiot. And mispronounced his name as Blum instead of Bloom. Blub? Blum. And I will never do that for as long as I live. It's not like they have pronunciation guides and, and anime credits, folks. Oh, I thought you said Blub. Blum. <laughs> Second, I thought you said Blum. Every time I hear him, I mention it to people. Whenever we're playing video games, like... I, I, that, that actor That's Steve my Bloom. That, that actor ate my cookies and, and liked them. Remember how, what he said? He normally yeah, is not, he he's Love normally them. not a sweets person, but he ate them. That's like the ultimate compliment. I don't well, remember him eating them. Most of my cookies them. are not overly sweet. There are a few, but the, the, the chocolate, uh, the, the key lime ones are not overly sweet. And neither are a few of the other the 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 um the molasses molasses crinkles even though they have a lot of sugar they're not that sweet they have that nice those. little bite to them anyway so let me get this so much oh yes michelle's cookies are amazing <laughs> That's going to be the hardest I'm part about I'm trying to going... figure out what I'm going to bring uh, and, and to, let... the, to Rain's party. So and let me tell let out. me tell you right now um, that molasses crinkle. Um, I don't like molasses in general. I, I'm not a fan of the flavor of molasses, but your balance of other, you know, spices or whatever you, you do to it um, just makes them delightful. So, I, I can't say enough about them. Yeah, my great-grandmother used to make those, and those are my favorite cookie in the world. So, so good. So Thank amazing. you. So, 
All right, anyway. so we're so we're gonna go to break. When we come back, Michelle apparently has a grievance she'd like to air. Uh-oh. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, yeah, I'm down with it. <laughs> I I just you know I'm, I'd be like okay if I'd seen the movie then like I'd be like okay I'm gonna cut loose. <laughs> no, but, I'm pissy even before this movie. At the, it released like Friday, and I'm still pissy about this movie. Ooh. Don't don't worry about it because it sounds like Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog beat it badly. That's a good thing. You got I think beat, I'd rather but... watch. Uh, oh, they got beaten by Sonic. Oh, yeah. But I'd here's... rather watch Sonic than this travesty. Hold on, hold on. I, I here's the rub. Here's the rub. Supposedly, Sonic the Hedgehog is actually good. Yeah. I think that warrants a drama sting. Hold on. Supposedly. Sonic the Hedgehog is actually good. Sweet fancy Moses. You know. So, all right, we'll be right back for the final segment here on Mike Check Radio, the first recorded using Discord. Wow. And it's gone so well. None of the usual problems. I'm... I'm worried something's going to happen. I think Discord's going to use less resources. This guy, too. Yeah, it seems that way. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Jimmy frogs, flies, locusts, anything but you. Compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Yeah. 
This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. So we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. listener i have a very special offer for you today are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week very refreshing and new i know me and my friends at first table gaming enjoy having round table discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit for example why doesn't magneto just use the earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery can he even control lava what is even in lava how can anyone actually know what the core is made of does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. This company's gonna shoot straight to the top and stay there, like Cindy Lauper. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back for the final segment here on Mike Check Radio. Joining me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master and pusher of buttons, Mr. Miles Lagan. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back, sir. Hmm. He had his headphones off. I am sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine. As long, as long as I know it's not a problem I've caused, I'm, I'm cool, you know. Dude, I'm, I'm here. All right. 
Anyway, also joining me out of Port St. Louis for the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats and Mistress of Mayhem, Michelle Lagan. Yes, and I am growling and grumbling today. We'll find out why in, in just a few minutes. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Welcome back, sir. Yes, I am here, and uh, weapons rack pictures incoming. I finished painting it. Well, I'm probably going to touch it up a little bit later, but I want... We've got picture sign. Oh, I guess not. Wait. Not yet. No, I want Michelle to go. I'll put the pictures up on Michelle's. Okay, so Michelle, what's your, what's what's eating you? All right. In 1979, I think it was, um, a, a, a fun anthology TV series came out. It's called Fantasy Island. Yes, it had a, it had a wonderful host, you know, uh, Ricardo Montalban. He was ripped back then. He was physically fit. Mm -hmm. He had a wonderful accent. He had a very congenial frame of voice. And other than being con, you know, this was a great standout role for him. It was a fun series. I'm sorry to say. You know, it was fun. It had fantasy. It had uh, horror, a little bit of horror in it, a little bit of um, darkness. But it, most of the time, everybody's fantasy came out bettering the person. It taught life lessons. Do any of you oh, I have concur, anything yeah. against it? No, no. I, I always liked it because usually what would happen is like the standard trope for that show would be somebody goes and either they're like, you know, they're going to they want to do something because they're greedy, you know, the, they're and then they learn the value of not being greedy or they go and they're like, I I'm missing this in my life and I need this in my life. But then it's like, well, what you needed was right before you the whole time, you know, or. <laughs> It was the friends we made along the way, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I concur with you. I love it. Yeah. I love the series yeah. for that. And I love the series, too, because it, it was fun. It was a, it, it had a really nice run. I enjoyed, you know, even when uh, Rourke had to get down and dirty, and sometimes, because towards the latter portion of the season, he had to do that because supposedly something evil was trying to take over Fantasy Island and all that. And I enjoyed mm -hmm. the series. Okay, come to today. Uh, Friday, actually. <laughs> Fantasy Island came out as a movie. Was it anything close to the Fantasy Island we saw on the TVs? No, it's of course not, because they're not going to make that, because it's, you know, they have to kind of update it. But they made it into a teenage, like, Cabin in the Woods oh. horror movie. Without the Cabin in the Woods decent plot. Yeah. And Cabin in the Woods, of course, was the, you know, that was the, um, uh, Josh making Whedon. fun. Yeah. yeah, making fun of all the tropes that, you know, we're, we're used to seeing out of bad horror flick. This one has just made it into horror. Mm -hmm. Basically, you know, uh, you know, people come, they're, they're coming to Fantasy Island, they're going to get their fantasies visited. It's not, they're not even 
visited by a tattoo or a or a rourke. They're visited by you know I I don't mind the actress. She's a cool actress, but and they even have they even did lip service to a Hispanic actor. I think is it Estepe? Isn't he the guy from Ant Man? I Michael think so. Pena. Yeah, Mike Michael Pena. Yeah. But the movie itself just basically denigrates to a teenage, uh, well, an adult teenage, you know, 1920 teenage horror, you know, cliche. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm so unhappy with that. And I hope I'm not the only one. Did you go see it? No, I've actually watched the the trailers and I couldn't go see it. I I thought it was, I was like, why are they even calling this Fantasy Island? I mean, I, I think I think it, it's they probably could have been more successful if they would have given it, you know, you know, some other like a scarier title or something like that. If they wanted to do this, why? Why? You know, I guess I understand the idea of doing a twist on it. I mean, I I don't know. Have you seen the trailers uh, for the Banana Splits movie they're making? No, I think they already made it. They're, oh yeah, I, yeah, I think they did. Um, Banana splits—they turned into a horror film, kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's. If you're familiar Why? with that, it's um, because they could, and uh, no one stopped them. Yeah, what what he said. <laughs> I'm um, sick of this, though. I am really sick. I, I, I you know, I like a horror movie. I really do. And if if this had been named anything other than Fantasy Island or trying to play off that trope, I would have been happy to see it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, but yeah, yeah. I think you're you're 100% right. This is... um, It's just... It just sounds like the cheapest kind of cash grab. You know? And I... I'm not down with that. Yeah, and I'm very unhappy about this because I love Fantasy Island. I love the whole oh, series. Oh, me too. There were some, yeah, there were some episodes that were weak, but I, I, I enjoyed it. And having some sort of, you know, I, I if they had like named this like, um, I don't know, uh, Horror Island or something, I could have really enjoyed it as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But do not put Fantasy Island as your ticket to making it's, it's success. It's just dumb. It's just dumb, really. You know? So. So uh, that's my gripe. That's why I'm so unhappy this weekend. <laughs> well, you know what, Michelle? I think if you haven't watched it, I have a, mo- a horror movie recommendation for you. Do I have a movie for you? And Is it's it the Velasa Pastor? Uh, no, no, it's not. But... <laughs> I've actually watched a philosopher. It's horrible. Um, it is. It is. Uh, it, it religion is involved. I will say this. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, let me see. Uh, religion was it. even loosely involved in Fantasy Island. Remember, he talked about you know being in battle with the devil at the end. Oh, wow. You remember a lot more about this than I do. 
I um, loved that series. I really did. <laughs> I, we watched it every week. We watched it every week, but um, uh, I, I just don't remember that much of it. Um, we watched that and the Love Boat, all the you know the weird the you know. Love... I played that last episodes. night. Episodes. I played that last night. Until, oh, nice. Until until the well until the, the server. server shit. Uh, yeah. So. Um, uh, but anyway, so this movie I have for you, Michelle, hopefully, um, this will, uh, this will be something that you'll enjoy. Um, it, it was produced by Dario Argento, Love uh, him. made in 1989, uh, directed by Michel Suavi. I don't know how to say that, uh, but I, I believe, you know, an, an Italian horror film. Um, and it is called Church. And I do not know where, what church they used for this movie. It's a big, crazy, old cathedral-type church. Um, it's amazing, but I do not know what church let them use their interior or exterior or anything. It sounds familiar, though. Uh, oh, oh! It was primarily shot in Matthias Church in Budapest, with additional footage filmed at studio sets in Rome and in downtown Hamburg, Germany. Okay, it's called the Church. Starts off really cool um, uh, intro, showing the, the the you know where the horror came from. Although, you know, if it was a movie made today, I would say that it that it would be better served you know for the origin of what, what went on with the church actually was shown as a flashback later on in the film instead of right at the front of the movie uh but forget about that i'm not you know i'm not gonna do my you know kenny picks cut or anything like that uh but the the movie starts off it has to do with you know the the crusades uh and you know killing witches and things like that and it starts off with this just horrific, um, uh, I, I don't want to say too much, uh, but it, it starts off with a very horrific origin as to why this church is where, you know, what it is and how, what we should expect to come after its construction. And... The design on the—I uh, love the design on the the Crusaders' helmets in this movie, but it's—they're so ridiculous. Nobody would wear a suit of armor with a helmet like this because the the um it had the most narrow slit you've ever seen. But it's it was in the shape of a crucifix, so there was like a very thin, long slit, you know, horizontally and one vertically to make the crucifix. And, you know, the the uh, horizontal line of the crucifix matched up with the eyes of the crusader. But, and there was a there was a really cool scene, actually, in the beginning where it was like, you know, you had the POV shot of being behind the helmet. Um, and uh, uh, so it was cool. So you're basically seeing this vision through the cross, right? <laughs> uh, you're seeing this horror that's going on through... A crucifix, which is just genius, if you ask me. And then, uh, but then, the, you know, the 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 uh, 
what happens after that, it flashes forward to modern day. Um, and the things that start to unfold in the visuals and the, the, the practical effects and everything, just amazing. Just amazing. It is a really well-made film, a great horror film. Creepy, weird. There are questions, you know, it, it doesn't answer every question at the end. Uh, but you know, it's it it makes sense as a film. It's not like a you know some weirdo thing that doesn't make any sense. But there are you know it, there's a lot of odd speculation. But I'll tell you what, and and Michelle, you got to watch this movie, and just remember the old lady ringing the bell of the church. Okay, just I just want you to remember okay. the old lady ringing the bell in the church. <laughs> Is this the one with director Michael Sove? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, what's I have the watched movie this. name? This is amazing. <laughs> it really is. So, uh, the church. Uh, his name is uh, Michael. Uh, so, uh, or well, Michael Sove. Is that, is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. No? S O A V I. I put the link in the uh, in the chat room. So, yeah, it's nineteen ninety. Uh, it's available on Amazon Prime. You can watch it on Prime Video for free. So, great movie great movie oh yeah, my god because i'm I, looking at it i said it's watch it again i'm like i've already seen this there yes. you go so so you know what i'm talking about with the old woman ringing the bell oh yeah okay <laughs> she needed something to ring the bell with <laughs> and it was horrible <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was one of those movies where they would show you like some horrific visual but it didn't linger and they're like, oh, I kind of want to see that again, but it's okay because now they're doing another one, you know? So. Yeah, the whole aspect of the whole group getting trapped in that church and then everything happening. Oh, my God. It I was wonder. so cool. I mean, it had such good visual effects. Uh, um, you know, I, w I was really impressed. It, it, it checked all the boxes for me. And I think I watched it because it was a Argento film. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I basically just did a search on Amazon Prime for occult occult and I got that. And I shit. I, I wanna watch it again right now just talking about it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, am I not right about those Crusader helmets so impractical? Yes. I mean, they'd probably suffocate in those things. But, well, come know. on, suits of armor were, were impractical. Well, yeah, true. But you should—I mean, the how little uh, visibility would have been in these helmets is just ridiculous. Um, but the the leader, though, of the uh, of the um, Crusaders in it, he had these amazing, like Jack Kirby kind of flat horn projectile or, not, or protrusions from the sides of the helmet that went up it, it wasn't like horns it was like it was like you know just like flat hammered metal that like went up kind of like what uh galactus has on the side of his helmet you know um I it was just such a cool look i've never seen um, you know, medieval helmets done in that fashion. I, I was, uh, uh, you know, so it looked cool, That's but again, because they weren't. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You know, they they pretty much, you know, uh, but this whoever made those 
awesome job awesome job but again no not historical at all not accurate <laughs> so but yeah so i'm glad you've seen it i'm glad you yes i have Amazon Prime has become a treasure trove to me. Really I see a lot has. of movies I really want to see, and a lot of movies I really didn't want to see, but I still watch them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you know, and and my playlist just growing, just keeps. Growing. And like, uh, you know, like but, uh, you know what 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 job I would like to have though, Michelle, is whoever is person assigned to uploading a trailer to Amazon Prime for a movie, I want that job because there are people out there I don't know why they do it but they'll just put a scene from the movie they'll put like a minute from the movie as the trailer that gives you no indication of what the movie's about. Yes. <laughs> or it's like no trailer available and it's like, fuck, these are all on YouTube. <laughs> You know, I'm sure you could get them if you did a little more work. So I, I would love that. Would be my ideal job is matching up trailers for movies. Because yeah. it's it's irritating to me because I'll be like, uh, that movie looks interesting, but then I'm like, okay, sign out, go over to YouTube, look up the trailer for it. There's the trailer. Go back to Amazon. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Uh, well, before. <laughs> Uh, before we go, um, I, I want to ask for some help from our listeners and, of course, my my dear friends here. Um, so I'm currently looking for a TV streaming service. I'd rather not get cable. Um, unfortunately, my family originally used um, uh, PlayStation View, and they they ended that service last month. So. I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking for my, you know, my own options. So if anyone out there has any good options, uh, or something I should at least look at, uh, please let me know. Depends on what you want. Well, I can tell you, I would definitely would like um, for for access to uh, Adult Swim, the anime block. I would definitely would need. Um, Cartoon Network. I'm not giving up my anime. Um, I do watch History Channel on occasion. Um, it's hard, you know, I would need, you know, so um, I would definitely be looking for, you know, price is going to be a factor, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. If you want local stuff, get an antenna. No, I'm not, you know, I'm just looking for stuff like I said, you know, some, some, Stuff that you would see on cable. Like I said, definitely Cartoon Network. Um, I'm not concerned with cable news because, I first of all, I gave up Hulu. on that. Hulu TV. Get Hulu or just... without commercials. Uh, with commercials. If you want to spend the extra, get it without commercials. But mm. Hulu. Like I said, I'm, but I'm also looking for something that, you know, I can watch it live. Oh. That's going to be more difficult. I have That's... no idea. We don't watch anything live. We watch it all streaming nowadays, so. Um, I could tell you, I mean, like I said, we were happy with PlayStation View. 
but like I said, they just announced their service is shutting down, you know, a couple months ago. Uh-huh. And, you know. So you shared PlayStation View across your family in two different states? No, when I was at home. Okay. I haven't watched live TV in months because, um, like, I've, I've already seen... Need... Yeah, you don't need anything live here, so just go with Hulu. I've... I've already seen all of Kimetsu no Yaiba, although the dub has been pretty impressive from what I've seen. Well, I mean, what are you talking about wanting to watch live? Because that would that would help narrow well, it down. Because there there could be things, you know. Because if if the thing well, is guess, to get access to a, even if I weren't watching it live, there's stuff that you know, like you can get on demand access to stuff, say Adult Swim's anime stuff. Just by having, you know, because you're in in a streaming service. So, I mean, oh. but... I've thought about maybe Sling, but, I mean, they're, you know, they're... Pa- There's holes in yeah, their coverage. You're, you're going to still have to do a package thing. It's still going to be a, a, a price point. So either you go with something like Hulu, you're going to be delayed for certain things. You're not going to be able to watch it exactly live, but you're going to be a week behind. Is that a problem? No. I thought so Hulu would... might be the best. Oh, yeah, but I, I have not seen any of the stuff I want to watch that would at least... Let me see here. I know I know they've got some of the, the subtitled stuff and some, you know, because I... Let me see here. Uh, can, uh, stupid. I fingers. really think this is something that we should maybe not discuss live yeah, on you air. Might, you might want to talk about it later. <laughs> I'm just saying, Adam, you, you know, just. There are a lot of things, things to consider. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's do this. Let's log into this. I'm, 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 oh. I'm glad at least Kenny understands my frustration with. Fantasy Island. Yep. Oh God, so annoying. I'm so unhappy with that. <laughs> so annoying. And uh, I thank love you. a good horror movie, and I even like a teenage horror movie. But good God, give it a different name, please. It like, is nothing sacred. I have a confession to make. I did watch PlayStation View with Mom when she was here. So yes, we were That's in two different. Okay. Okay. It's your mother's account. That's good. So there you go. All right. No. Let me see. All right. Uh, party shots, Miles. What do you got for us? You've been awful quiet. I know you work tomorrow. Um. Yeah. I, well, my energy level is depleting. So yeah, that's normal. <laughs> uh, not much. Um. No, things are good. I I don't have any party shots really. All right. Michelle, what do you got for us? I'm just happy to say that Miles' energy levels are depleting because he had to chase our escaped iguana and he still did not catch it. So the iguana's back in the wild where it was raised. And folks, we, this is not euphemisms. These are not euphemisms. No, we, wished it, we wish it the best because I am so sorry that poor critter got out. We have a lot of really nasty dogs in our neighborhood, so I'm hoping it's okay. 
Maybe he'll later tonight be like, let me back in! No, but... Wilma! Say lovey. And that is my parting shot. <laughs> All right, Kenny, what do you got for us? All right, uh, I posted pictures of the weapons rack in the chat room. Uh, without and with weapons. Um, Amazing. Uh, and uh yeah so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna actually take some air dry putty and make little nail heads to go in where the wood connects to make it look a little more you know realistic because i love that hair sticks on it too um but that'll be difficult to make little teeny tiny nail heads but i can do it miles i think i do some striations and some weathering of the bow and the the quiver as well yeah, I. That's the thing with again. Those are like. Those probably won't be. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I, I probably could because I think I have an extra bow. Yeah, I have an extra bow. Yeah, you you could take so, like a like a exacto knife and just do some fine lines and. Yeah. Yeah. In with the darker. Yeah, or just do a, a quick dry brush too because i don't want to do too much on those because those are uh, you know if if i do it at all because again migo weapons are like one solid color so yeah but they, they but if if you make them nicer mm -hmm. it will make them more marketable oh i understand well i'm probably not going to sell those uh the, the you know that'll just be this isn't something to sell this is just an accessory for my cast but if so, they're displays, it would make yeah. them even nicer looking. True, true. So, in uh, uh, last, and uh, my, my big parting shot, though, is something we need to start talking about more on this show. Is um, Dune 2020. Dune, the first of two films adapting the Frank Herbert classic Dune from 1965 is coming out this December. Are they going to be? Are they going to be as good as a sci-fi? I think they are going to be better, because so. in case anybody hasn't heard, here's some of the cat. Uh, and Danny, uh, Danny, or uh, Danny Villanova, um, he uh, uh, he's done uh, Polytechnique. Uh, an enemy, um, a, a lot of really good science fiction movies, uh, like indie sci-fi movies. But the cast, uh, I don't know this kid, uh, but Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides. Uh, he's very young looking, so that'll be more appropriate because, you know, Paul Atreides in the books, I think it was like what, 13 or 14 or something like that. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica. Oscar Isaac as Leto Atreides. Josh Brolin as Gurney Halleck, Stellan Skarsgård as Vla Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, Dave Bautista as Raban, Zendaya as Chani, friend and daughter of the Imperial Paleontol or Planetologist, uh, Liette Kynes, uh, David Dest Malchin as uh, Piter DeVries, uh, Stephen McKinley, I don't know who he is. Uh, Charlotte Rampling is um, uh, Gaius Helen, um, the, the Reverend Mother from the. I'm not good Benny, with a lot of these names. So. Benny Jesuit. 
Oh, well, you might be good with this one. Jason Momoa is Duncan Idaho. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if anybody knows the books, hopefully he'll be all the Duncan. <laughs> Miles, Miles knows the books intimately. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Javier Bardem uh, as uh, uh, Stilgar, leader of the, the Fremen. Of course, Javier, Javier from No Country for Old Men. And Chang Chen as Dr. Wellington Yu. Uh, so uh, it, it's this is looking exciting. There have been very few pictures released of this, but this shit is going to start leaking. We need to be on trailer watch, photo leak watch. It is going to be super. And if these two movies do well, then we can get the full series of dune movies we deserve and i know the sci-fi the, the sci-fi stuff was good but if we can do big budget and a lot of it's being filmed in the desert too i think it might be in tunisia i'm not sure um but this I, i've been watching this on the periphery for a while but now it's time to get excited it's really yeah. time to get excited about this so and i had no idea who timothy was um, I just showed I just showed him yeah. to Miles, so I looked him up on IMDb. He looks a little uh, angsty, but he could probably pe pull it off. Yeah, he looks very young. He looks very young. And and Adam, you'll appreciate this. Hans Zimmer affirmed he'd be scoring the movie. Oh yeah, Hans Zimmer's great. Oh nice. Yeah. So and he worked with uh, Villanova on Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So they got it. Miles they got is a... a very big Doom fan. If you can't tell from his name, Miles. So. Oh, there you go. So, what do you think, Miles? Sound exciting? I am. I. Dune. I have a Dune has a hold a special place in my heart. I. I, I love the. Because I saw the movie, the original 1984 one. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I was like, wow, this is. A... Then I read the books, and I'm like, really, like, wow. It, it yeah. just is amazing. Saw the movie again. What the fuck? Is this <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it it rained in the end? What? Yeah, so... And yeah. then so sci-fi. So, by far, watch a movie, then go read the books, because then you can visualize what's happening in the books better. Even though the story Man. in the books is by far superior to the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although and the sci-fi take on it in mm -hmm. uh when did they redo it in the early 2000s mid 2000s mid yeah, yeah. The, they the... redid it and they did a fairly good job they were true more yeah. true to the books in the 1984 movie by far but the budget was not so hot for it so you know you had a lot of soundstage stuff that yeah. and now you've got cgi that can really knock it out of the park so. yeah and you know, and man, can you imagine if we can get to God Emperor Dune with a series of movies? Oh, please, please! Oh my God, that would be amazing. So, but I'll tell you what: <coughs> this you Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, but Dave Bautista, um, oh yeah, you know Jason Momoa, all those guys. You know, I mean, this this is primed to be the next Lord of the Rings. Uh, if uh, they series, do it right, I've heard good things. I've heard that they've gone very uh, with the design of the film. They're using a lot of like 
inspiration from like brutalist architecture which brutalism if you're not familiar is that is brutalism and architecture go look it up because it is it's 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 like you'll know it when you see it uh it's crazy and for dune i think that would work so well so uh but yeah um yeah i love all the books i've read all the books so if they do it right i'm happy for them I and think Jason we're, Momoa, Batista, yeah. oh hell yeah! Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho is very exciting. And because... I, I know, but to me, I like Jason Momoa. I do mm. love his intensity. I like his acting, and now that's gonna cause people to um, say my woman card should be taken away from me. No, no. It doesn't. Why? He's still amazing. Why should you want Jason Momoa is an amazing human being too. So he you has know, had some very controversial uh, sayings. He's he's he said some com- controversial things. So oh okay. I well, maybe, for another day, maybe. We'll... Anyway, that's my parting shot. Be excited about Dune twenty twenty. This shit's getting real, folks. Very good. All right, that's it for us tonight and this week. Everyone have a nice week. Don't forget, Turf Night Tuesday and Friday, Midnight Sun Saturday, and of course, uh, we're, we're almost to the end of our journey of World Regeneration in Tales of Symphonia. Speaking and of shit, Discord getting... has proved to be a really nice platform. Yes. Yes. So, all, all in all, I would say tonight's a success. Everyone have a great week. Uh, we love you all. And uh, we'll see you a week from t- tonight. Woo-hoo. I just, I just need to hold on. <laughs> All these open windows and in and, uh, and sound bite. It's not even funny. Uh, one. That's it. Okay. Everyone have a great week, and we'll see you later. Time for go to bed. Right, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Casting worm. Push the button, Frank. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance.